0: Uh. albuquerque's macro aggression eddie aragon the rock of top Here on this Tuesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Uragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, Rock of rockoftalk.com, 550-5500. It's been that busy of a day, folks, so I even forgot to turn off the volume as I come out. on my own producer, uh, by the way, for the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you and yours, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. No longer podcasting unless you get your subscription to Rock of Talk. Dot chat And don't forget, you can app us directly at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. And uh, before we uh, start the show, uh, Ben Ray Lujan, our uh, senator in uh, Washington, D.C., has suffered a stroke. And uh, we uh, certainly wish for his uh, speedy recovery, but uh, that's the latest news going on in the uh, political world. So very, uh, very interesting, uh, uh, given all of the health ailments uh, that are out there. We're going to kick it off, of course, uh, with health and lots of things to to get to also the retirement of uh, one uh, Tom Brady, you know that Tommy boy, he's a great player. You know we've always loved him here in Boston. Uh, that's a terrible Boston accent, but <laughs> no, whatever. Who cares? I'm gonna, I'm trying my best. He <laughs> Musk Hour One a little fun here. Doubt uh, how are you?
1: You know Eddie, I uh, I've had a very good 2021, and I've just been in a good mood lately. And I I was overdue for a horrible day, and I'm so I'm dealing with the horrible day. But when I get live with the Rock of Talk listeners and viewers and readers. I'm in a I'm in a better mood. There are there are times, Eddie, when I just want to scream to the sky. This state needs an enema. Um, <laughs> this ain't no public enema.
0: <laughs> so to, to I, quote I, the uh, I, to quote the guy that uh, screamed that in the middle of the whoa uh, la hey the role in the kid and play. Remember that house party? Right. He's that's like right. walking into the house, all the kids are partying. He's like,
1: "This ain't no public enema."
0: <laughs> well, you know,
1: I, I had such a rotten day. And it, it it it's directly tied to New Mexicans and their views on uh, professionalism and yep. showing up on time and that sort of stuff. We we have some issues in this state. So what I did, folks, is I went right down the road and I got myself a big box of Buffett's chocolate candies. Oh wow! Okay, which okay. is not not cheap. Okay, but you know yeah. what? The best in life is is very rarely, very rarely cheap. These are the Milk chocolate with the uh, caramel and sea salt. And they oh. are delicious. And I can't think of a person in New Mexico who deserves it more than I do right now. Yeah. And <laughs>
0: Warren Buffett deserves your dollar-dollar uh, bills, y'all. Uh, that was America.
1: George Buffett's company, not Warren oh. Buffett's. Okay. George Buffett was a, a state representative years ago who f- not only – was not a phony baloney Republican. He opposed every big budget, big spending budget. He opposed capital outlay for his own district. George Buffett wow. was one of the good Buffets, not one of the bad Buffets.
0: Well, uh, the good Buffets also uh, his uh, grandchildren, donated, uh, who now run Buffett's Candy, and they're youngsters. I think you've probably seen them at the front register, and uh, sure. they're doing good work. And, you know, it's a very, very wonderful family. They decided to stay here, run Buffett's Candy uh, right there, on uh, just between what is it, Louisiana? I believe in San Pedro. Uh, uh, right? it,
1: I think it's Lomas and Lomas,
0: yeah, Louisiana, yep. yeah, Lomas, yep. and Louisiana. But it's be between those two, and it's been there. It's an institution of the ken. <laughs> well, you know, Eddie,
1: I'll tell you, it's it it, it kind of depressed me a little because I started yeah. on you on Eubank, and I came down uh, central to go yeah. turn up Louisiana to go up mm-hmm. to Lomas,
0: the war zone. And-
1: i don't you know i tell you i don't go into the city I'm, I'm about a three second walk out of albuquerque i'm i'm barely an albuquerque resident barely barely i'm on the northern border almost out of the city i'm ashamed to say i do pay taxes to support tim keller's uh income which I, i'm not happy about but that area down there eddie i'm telling you there were so many yeah. storefronts uh retail and commercial uh, space down there that are just look abandoned you know yeah. and we could have a dynamic economy in this state if we only did the right things but we keep doing stupid things
0: well they knew the right thing they donated to my campaign they helped me out and uh you know if you would have elected me as mayor i'm actually kind of glad based upon the uh s show that you guys have left behind that i'm not your mayor right now because uh, like i said what was it a couple weeks ago i got a couple of texts about it's it like yeah you don't deserve me you don't deserve me as uh, your leader and We'll be moving on to greener pastures, and uh, glad to be getting the hell out of Dodge, the proverbial Albuquerque. Uh, but we'll still be doing our show and doing all these things, and I can't wait to conjure up that surprise there for you. More details coming. <laughs> oh, I have the- a few
1: details, but I can't say. I can't say.
0: <laughs> I know it's uh, twisted it's up. All right, let's get to all the news that is news. A little bit loose today because I wasn't able to do as much show prep as I normally do. So uh, we're going to let you peek behind the curtains. Uh, Dowd's going to help me, uh, quite a bit, uh, during this show. It's the beginning of the month. There's a lot of stuff going on. Had a good opportunity to uh, visit with the, the, the folks over at you public and, uh, you know, John and Rick who did a tremendous job. Uh, folks, uh, if you, uh, are running for office of any sort and you're looking for a television or media commercial, they are the finest in the business and they aren't even in the business and you won't find two nicer people or two guys that work better, uh, together. I'm sure they have their riffs and tiffs and... All those types of things, but uh, folks, uh, those campaign commercials that we put together for my mayoral campaign, uh second to none, truly the best. We appreciate both of them,
1: Eddie. They're I got horrible. an email from my mother the minute your 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 what, your uh, your video production, the big the first campaign ad, oh, was yeah. a couple minutes long. My mother sent me an email and said, "Magnificent!" with an exclamation point. Yeah. And we did a. I think were those the same guys who did our our forum? Our um, yes, yeah, they were uh, our forum on on the Rona. We had Doctor mm-hmm. X and we had Doctor Summers. Uh, After it was all over, Eddie, I walked over to those guys because I respect people who are good at their job. I don't care what the job is or what the business is. When I see excellence, I always acknowledge it because there's so little of it left in America, particularly New Mexico. I walked over and shook those guys' hands and said, guys, you did a top-notch job tonight. This thing went off perfectly.
0: I think that forum too, uh, Dow, to add to what you're saying – I think uh, bolstered and helped a lot of the people at the Sandia National Labs, the Los Alamos National Labs. Like it helped all these people sort of uh, feel a little bit more courageous. And you know, we we helped you see through all of it, folks. We helped you see through all the BS. You knew right then and there that you know what we were saying was the truth. And like you had the evidence right in front of you. There were firemen who were there. There was policemen who were there. There were people who came forth. And this was a tough deal for them because they were getting scrutinized. Um, uh, quite, a, quite a bit from other people in the union. Remember, let's not forget why they uh, didn't endorse either Tim or Manny during uh, the fire department. And that's because there were so many people who were behind us in our campaign. And not just because it's me, but more to the point of what we stood for and what we were representing and what we've been through during the pandemic. I would say the same thing with the APOA endorsement, none given uh, during that time. You know, the, the state, the city is in real shambles and uh, we've got to do something about it. I don't think that your Republican Party is, is, is up to the job. I do believe that you have a very credible, and by the way, all the candidates registered today, I believe, uh, you know, I talked to Jay Block last night. Uh, I talked to Louis Sanchez today. Everybody was turning in their signatures. Uh, folks, find yourself getting involved with one of these, these campaigns. These candidates are only as strong as the effort that you put into them. So whether you volunteer, make phone calls, whatever you decide to do, um, to do what you can to help these guys out. Uh, Melanie Stansbury's, although, did you, I don't know if you saw last night, um, the conservative New Mexican was sending me late night uh, text messages and he was saying, are you in the CD one race? I'm like, no, I'm not in the CD one (laughs) race. So I guess the best one of the reporters could do was muster up some campaign report from last night uh, that I was trailing, um, you know, Melanie Stansbury by a a number 100 to one. Uh, she had $1.7 I had $16,000. I'm not even in this race. I haven't collected one signature and I'm not interested in running for anything anytime soon, maybe ever again at this point. So I just have to say, you know, for all of you guys uh, out there, get involved. They turned in their signatures today. These guys are ramped up. They're going to Rio Doso, the 25th and 26th. Uh, I resigned from the Republican Party. I gave my vote uh, to another uh, lady uh, who came in second during the voting within my ward. And we've got to get other people involved. I think that's the, the message. Just like uh, Tommy Terrific says he's got to hand it over to the next generation of people. You know, I've run three times, but technically really only once. But I've run three times, uh, one time per publicly on the ballot. You know, if uh, the Republican Party doesn't want me to represent them, I can't, I can't help that. That's not anything I can do anything about. So I can do my best from where I'm standing. And I'm probably the best political consultant in the market. There's no doubt about that, in, in my opinion. Ran my own campaign, ran it against uh, Neri O'Gean and Jay McCluskey and uh, some other guy who was uh, Halanen, whatever the hell he is, uh, you want to refer to him as. And, you know, we ran a, an absolutely fabulous campaign. So, you know, I'm pretty proud of that. So I'm going to help every Republican that I possibly can. Uh, and uh, that's, that's where I stand on all that. One other thing, uh, one other item of note is going to be tomorrow's weather. I'm kind of all over the board here today, folks, uh, to kick things off. Um, and the reason uh, being is, Generally, I've read probably about 40 articles uh, by now, but uh, right now I have not. And it's like I said, one of those things, but I've been picking up on various things throughout the day. Tomorrow, let me give you an hour by hour, blow by blow. And when I mean blow by blow, folks, the wind is going to be blowing all day tomorrow. Yes, it is going to be ugly and it's going to be cold all week. So it's not going to be going to be the best week but uh you know we've been given every good week of weather i think to kick off the year thus far i, I can't think of a really bad day of weather so kicking off uh, this morning about 4 a.m uh the wind will blow in everything and it is going to drop uh all the way uh it's going to feel like 24 degrees tomorrow at noon and by the time this time tomorrow we kick off uh this broadcast it'll feel like it's 21 degrees and by tomorrow at midnight, it'll feel like it's seven degrees. And let me give you the accumulations uh, during that time. And I think it's really only going to stick once it's, uh, you know, probably after 2 p.m. is I think it's not going to mark my words on, on any of this. I'm no meteorologist or anything, but I'm pretty good at watching this because I'm a kind of a weather geek. I have a Wonderground Station and all that kind of stuff where you guys can uh, check that out. Uh, Dowd puts it in the notes every single day at uh, rockoftalk.chat. But by the time this starts accumulating, we're going to get, let's see, 0.1, 0.1, 0.1 through the first three hours from 6 to 9 a.m. So a third of an inch, 0.1, 0.1, 0.1, 0.1 um, uh, noon. So that's going to give us a little bit over a half an inch. And then you start getting the big accumulations after noon. And that's when it's going to start sticking because it's going to feel like it's 24 degrees, 0.2, 0.2, 0.2, 0.2, and then 0.3. So you get a 0.6, uh, a little over half an inch. And then you are more than that. You're 1.2 inches by three. And then it really builds up during the show tomorrow. So you're going to get a half an inch each hour. I can't remember a time where we got a half an inch like that. And sometimes you get one and a half inches during the time of our show from four to seven tomorrow. And then from seven to ten, you're going to get another uh, nearly one inch of snow on top of that. So you're going to be looking from the time that we start up until midnight, about three inches of snow, it looks like. Uh, for what we're looking at and uh, the the accumulations will be out there. So I would not be planning on going to work tomorrow. I wouldn't be planning on going to school tomorrow. Uh, just play. Uh, you guys are so good at the in-service days. You've had, you know, 650 some odd days of in-service days since the beginning of COVID as far as I'm concerned. We've been here every single day, but I would plan for a day like that. That's, a, I think, uh, more or less uh, where we're going to be. So be careful if there's any day that we would not fault you for being at home. It would be tomorrow. Winds are going to kick up 10 to 15 miles an hour. You'll see gusts of uh, 15, 20 miles an hour easing up in the afternoon. That's when that snow accumulation is really going to come in. And you're going to see that uh, ice in the afternoon in the snow. And, you know, you're looking at uh, Thursday, probably not that much better because it's going to be cold, cold, cold. So you're going to have a delay on Thursday, which is going to turn to ice. And then by the afternoon, we're going to have that traditional cleanup where everything is... uh, you know, feeling like it's sunny again, but uh, it is going to be cold. And then Friday, you know, the high, by the way, on Thursday Dow, get this, 26 degrees, 26 <laughs> degrees on Thursday. So whatever accumulated is most likely going to stay an over overnight l- low at 5 a.m. folks, 5 a.m. Friday morning. I can't make this, uh, this stuff up. Th- th- this is amazing. I don't know when we've been this cold. It's going to feel like negative four Friday morning six degrees on Friday morning, ladies and gentlemen. And it'll finally warm up and won't get to av- over freezing until 4 p.m. Uh, by the time of our show on uh, Thursday on Friday. Excuse me. So now I'm taking you all the way through Friday. And we're here. This is hour by hour, folks. Saturday. Well, uh, it doesn't actually get over freezing until after 2 p.m. So there you go. That's uh, that's the long and the short of it. It's going to be uh, colder than a witch. Well, we'll just leave it right there. Right, shall we? <clears throat> Sorry about that. 550, 55. How did, does anybody say that anymore? I just know that I heard that a few times and someone told me that doubt. And I you know, I, I don't think I've ever, I've never uh, had that type of knowledge. So there you go. I,
1: I will, uh, 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 I do hate snow. Uh, it's one of the reasons I live in the Southwest, but you will not hear me complaining, ladies and gentlemen. I've had a very wonderful January. I've been out with the dogs every morning. I knew that, my, the luck was going to change at some point. Let's just hope that this is all just compressed into a couple of days, and we get back to normal.
0: Yeah, well, it's going to go all the way until Sunday morning at about 11 a.m., and then it'll start feeling. So, uh, if you got a sweat, put on your cold, put on your coat. You're going to catch a cold. A lot less man.
1: crime in Española the next couple of days.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're going to stay in by the fire. Better go get a quarter wood. There's going to be people there. Remember, we had the Española crime blotter down, and uh, as we heard on the, uh, as you heard here, right here on the. Uh, espanola crime blotter there's literally a guy tearing through someone's fence chopping down trees for firewood that's right very industrious get creative i mean when you if the guy's not going to cut down his own tree that's you right. to go cut it down yourself right
1: it's new mexico baby it's there for
0: the taking there Grab it. Go. i mean since we'll uh, since we're going to go ahead and uh, get into a little bit of uh, wintry weather uh we might as well Add a little bit of Christmas to it and enjoy ourselves uh, nonetheless, shall we? I think that's the best way. Just dive into it. No matter what day of the year, it should be Christmas every day. And we're going to have a little bit of fun here on this afternoon's uh, program. Tomorrow will be a lot of fun and, you know, uh, Thursday, Friday uh, as well. Thanks everybody for tuning in here on this early Tuesday afternoon. Feels like we've already played out the week. Back in four. Thanks for listening.
2: It's the best time of the year. Kiss her once for me Have a holly jolly Christmas And in case you didn't hear Oh, my golly, have a holly, jolly Christmas this
0: year. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years, right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. A tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van S 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk at abq.fm and AM 1600 KIVA. The Kiva here in Albuquerque. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van S 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com.
2: Call us today at 883-3683,
4: 883-3683. The first thing I met was a fly with a buzz and a sky with no clouds. The heat was hot and the ground was dry, but the air was full of sound. I've been through the desert on a horse with no name felt good to be out of the rain. In the desert, you can remember
0: your name. Because there ain't no one for to give you no 426, great band, America. Horse with no name. Good stuff. Uh, here in the Kiva as we uh, prepare for, uh, well, they had their, uh, what, Northeaster last week. And uh, we're going to be getting it uh, this week. They got it pretty bad up in the Northeast, right, down
1: yeah, they did. My folks actually sent me a picture of my father holding the digital thermostat that said, or the temperature gauge, which said 7.1 degrees. Looks like we're headed for that territory. Thanks.
0: Well, Normie, I mean, uh, Tom Brady retires, and then and then we get hit by Nor'easter. Get the Mass- <laughs> the people from Massachusetts catch a break. I don't know. That's a, another uh, terrible stab at uh, Boston. I, I don't like to go into that uh, Southie Boston stuff because that's not really Boston, I guess. Is that fair to say Dow? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's almost... And, like I, I, and
1: don't ever forget that Affleck and... Uh, what's his name? Ben Affleck not and Matt Celtics. Damon. I believe their parents were professors at Harvard or something. Right, you know, they're, right. they, they, they're not who they portray themselves as.
0: <laughs> well, we did uh, cover this last week. We referenced it yesterday. And uh, we were just, the uh, you know, the weather's harsh. Things are harsh. You know, people have their, you know, close contact, uh, test to stay... Oh, uh, well, we're going to get fired from work. Like everyone's going through all this kind of stuff. Uh, last week, there was a 31-year-old father removed from a heart transplant list at a Boston hospital. And then uh, this week, we had a North Carolina man in need of a life-saving kid- kidney transplant. has been forced to turn down more than 100 prospective donors because of a hospital policy that requires him to be vaccinated against COVID-19 to undergo the operation. Okay. We know that the job of a hospital is to save lives. There's no guarantee that any of these vaccinations, we've seen 2.495 Vax injuries, I think is what we called them yesterday. It was an acronym. And I'm just, my brain is so scrambled from all these acronyms that are coming out. And the the newfangled science at this point, that it just, it it doesn't really um, bear repeating. So the man said, his name is Carswell, Chad Carswell. Chad Carswell, a country bumpkin over there. Don't want to stick a needle in his arm. Without a kidney transplant, there's no telling how much longer I'll be here. I'll have a kidney to prolong my life. Carswell, a w, double amputee, ladies and gentlemen, a w, double amputee. I can't even say the word double. Has undergone several major heart surgeries. Said that local businesses ran fundraisers for his operation. More than 100 people had offered to donate. Now, this guy that must be a pretty good guy. He's got businesses rolling out the red carpet, he's got no arms. Uh, you know, probably in pretty good spirits, getting some news here, but is sticking to his guns, even though he doesn't have any, sorry for the bad reference there, but he literally doesn't. Chad Carswell has been forced to turn down 100 donors. All these people willing to help him out. He said that he believes the vaccine should be a choice that no one should be forced to get it. Um, based upon what you're hearing from this and the heart transplant patient, I would imagine that you'd probably be on our side and be very sympathetic. Or could you be possibly a little bit less sympathetic on the Democrat side? Well, unless he has it, he doesn't care about anybody else's health. Why should we care about his health with uh, the transplant? He states, and this is how you know, that he's not going to get his transplant or whatever help he needs. I was born free. I will die free. I'm not changing my life. You know who hates that type of mentality? Yeah, you guessed it, folks. Democrats, autocrats, people who make big demands of you and plantation. Uh, Let's not forget, uh, by the way, the uh, plantation mentality is in full effect here with the Black History Month. And I'll talk about more about that. I would uh, highly recommend you read the book uh, by Dinesh D'Souza. Dinesh has a brand new uh, movie coming out. I think it's uh, called 200 something or other. I think we had it in the in the, in the, in the notes that we're going to uh, play at 200 mules, I think is what it is, or 500 mules, something 2,000 mules, I think is what it's called. 2,000 mules. And the plantation reference that I just made from Dinesh D'Souza is all about the changing shift, right? We're here in black history month and sorry to you know digress on this, but let's not forget the first elected African-Americans blacks to Congress Were Republicans? Let's not forget, Republican Party still to this day is still the party of civil rights, not the Democrats. All that stuff shifted. Let me remind you, it was Woodrow Wilson, it was Harry S. Truman, it was LBJ's. We'll have those n words voting Democrat for the next 100 years. It was their southern strategy, and let's not forget where George Wallace came from. They were all Klan members, and Let's not forget uh, Mr. Bird, right? Yeah, the what was the, the uh, moral compass of the Senate. Yeah, also a Klans member.
1: Exalted Cyclops, I think Eddie, and uh, I, I believe the current president, Mr. Sensitivity, Mr. Progressive, attended Bobby Bird's funeral. I believe, and ah, said nice go. things about him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, I think we referenced that uh, point yesterday about uh, how much Joey Biden held out on uh, a couple of of different black nominees. Let's not forget the, uh, the black Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, where he came from. That was a direct nominee of uh, uh, George Bush. That's part of his legacy. So let's not forget these things folks and let's not try to rewrite history. That's what the Black Lives Matter is all about. They've been overtaken and now they've been overtaken by who knows, uh, they don't actually have a leader. So as we celebrate Black History Month at the very same time, um, you know, and, and I do mean in all due respect, I do mean, uh, celebrate the actual black history, not the made up black history that, uh, the plantation, uh, mentality that's coming in and please read Dinesh D'Souza's book, death of a nation about the plantation mentality, which will tell you all about exactly what I'm referencing, but, um, they're, they're starting this plantation mentality doubt as well in the healthcare uh, sector who gets and who, who receives and who doesn't receive depending upon who you vote for and who you don't vote for (laughs) and who you you donated to and who you didn't donate to.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Are you with the right party? Are you with the, I I didn't mind to check your papers. You know, that whole Southern strategy, you know, they they really tried to play that up with the Confederacy, remember? Uh, The Union North, the Lincolns group. Well, Well, that was from the North. Those were the first Republicans. Like this entire country needs a history lesson. Uh, and they need a reminder of exactly where we are. So the Republican Party continues to be and it, it, the champions of freedom, of choice, in my opinion, of this country. And you're seeing it coming out in spades, right down to DeSantis in Florida, some of the other things. Like if you are standing up, and you have a firm backbone, uh, aside from the Republicans here in the state, which they do not. Okay? We're, we're finding few and far between a few guys who are out there, but you know, most of these guys are vaxxed and you know, masked and all this other stuff. You know, I, honestly I, I can't get enthusiastic about that. But right now, what you're seeing in GOP led states, they're going after these vaccine mandates. And the next target is your school. The government is taking it upon themselves. I believe the FDA and the CDC is recommending that Pfizer mandates, right? Or gets their uh, plug-in so that they can get the mandates for vaccines for children ages 5 to 11. Well, across the country, there are good states that are fighting back. Republican governors, including Brian Camp in Georgia, Missouri, and Alaska, there is legislation to bar tighten restrictions against COVID-19 vaccination requirements for attending public and private K through 12 schools, according to the National Academy for the State Health Policy. This is what we need. 14 state houses are all doing this. In my opinion, uh, look at each of those 14 states and just look how every single one of them is doing better for their children than the state of New Mexico. Yes, we're second to last or last every year on the Kids Don't Count survey uh, brought to you by Joe Monahan and all his buddies that are putting that crap out there. There are 15 states that already have laws or executive orders Barring requirements school for children. That would leave us, uh, what, 21 states. Here we go. No states are currently enforcing COVID-19 vaccine requirements, but New Mexico might be one of the first. California, Louisiana said they plan to do so once the FDA gives full authorization to the aforementioned Pfizer and BioNTech vaccine for children ages 17 and under. Let me repeat that. California, Louisiana said they plan to do so. They've planned to make it a requirement, meaning they're going to take your children over. You're a parent. Right up until the point, the government determines that you are not, you are not the father, right? And it's not Maury Povich who's yelling this. Recent polling shows that a majority of U.S. parents oppose making the COVID-19 vaccine mandatory for school children across the country. 20% 20% of children ages 5 to 11 are fully vaccinated against COVID-19. According to the Mayo Foundation for Medical Education Research, 55% of children ages 12 to 17 are vaccinated. I do not believe that number. I do not believe that number. I think it's far lower. I think they try to put those big numbers up there in a persuasive argumentative suggestion to say, hey, let the numbers, hey, everyone's doing it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Everyone's doing it. See, he did it. You did it. We're fine. No problem. Yeah, you'll just just try it one time. Yeah, and then until you're doing it forever. Until you're boosting into the uh, myriad of the changing vaccine, or excuse me, of the uh, pandemic. South Carolina down a bill that would ban COVID-19 vaccine mandates in the state, including for school children, now being considered by the Republican-controlled Senate. The GOP Majority House of Representatives passed it in December. Uh, apparently, a guy by the name of Stuart Jones sponsored the bill, said he doesn't believe any federal, state, or local government's entity should require COVID-19 vaccinations. And finally, I don't think anybody should be forced to take a vaccine against their will. According to the American Academy of Pediatrics. Here we go. And, yep. he said it was dismayed that the state lawmakers would consider banning COVID-19 vaccine requirements for school children he said people who frame their opposition to COVID 19 vaccines as a personal freedom issue are exercising a quote-unquote misguided privilege dr saul that it's not your right to put other people at risk
1: who, who am i putting at risk you people are vaccinated you're safe rachel maddow and the president said a year ago you're safe If how does my lack of vaccination put you at risk if you're vaccinated oh right They're it's not really working anymore. very well is it against the omicron oh. well i
0: would like to know Dowd, uh, and i think given that this is a political figure and uh, ben ray lujan has suffered a stroke when his last uh, booster shot is i think it's a fair question for us to ask mm-hmm. of a publicly paid um, a public service man and we certainly uh, hope for his speedy recovery but there's no doubt in my mind in my mind that that man has had either a booster or an additional vaccination. Uh, I don't even know if I'm saying the right thing based upon their nomenclature of uh, 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 that probably likely caused him a stroke. Uh, do we see some of these uh, myocarditis, pericarditis uh, also include symptoms such as stroke? Yes, we do. The answer is yes. This is what's happening folks. These are vaccine injuries. Now, finally, um, and we're going to talk about what's happening in other uh, countries. You see what's happening in Canada right now. They're pushing back. They're sick and tired of it. They're embarrassing. Was it the premier? What it Justin Trudeau? Uh, blackface, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. Ultimate soy boy.
0: Yeah, they are embarrassing him. Because he's like, oh, don't pay attention. No one's uh, Everyone needs to get back. So every, everybody needs to. And what's happening? These guys have had enough. There, there's, you think it's going to be cold out there for you? They're in Ottawa where it's like negative three degrees and they're in the public <laughs> square protesting this. without masks and they don't care. You think they're worried about it? A December polling of parents uh, by the Kaiser Family Foundation found that a majority of parents in the U.S. oppose mandatory COVID-19 vaccines for school children. Eight in 10 healing from rural areas opposed to mandatory shots for children. Point of the poll, nearly 70% of suburban parents, 57% uh, of parents from cities, also, oppose mandatory vaccine. 57% of inner city and ghetto parents also oppose mandatory vaccination. Where are we at? Speaking of Black History Month, Dowd, uh, we'd, we'd be remiss to talk about the uh, amount of African Americans, the proportion of African Americans, the percentage of African Americans and Blacks that are vaccinated. I believe last time we checked last month, we were somewhere in the 35%, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Uh huh. Uh, i'm looking at the kaiser foundation right now eddie and uh let's see people who have received uh i believe hmm, at least one dose oh i think it's still around 35 percent it's not really they're not moving the needle
0: (laughs) not moving the needle it's going to be about the same people and these are people who don't trust the government but they're all about the black lives matter and they want the reparations they want what they want from the government now um A couple of people have spoken out, and this is the attitudes I think that you guys share. I just can't subject my kids to that. I'm not going to force that on anybody. Plus, we don't know the long-term effects, right? I just feel like for me personally, I need more time. I want more science behind it. How much more science could we get filled up with at this point? I mean, honestly, I I feel like uh, it's been all Fauci all the time. And then for the last month, it's been, where the hell happened to Fauci? Where's he at? Well, here's what's happening in other countries. 1.8 1.8 million Italians over 50 face fines for being unvaccinated. These are the people who, uh, literally, you know, could get stressed out with a heart attack, a stroke. You know, they are worried maybe about other <clears throat> uh, what 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 do you call it? Um, um, uh, additional conditions or what whatever?
1: Oh, um, comorbidities. Yes.
0: Comorbidities. That's the big word that I forgot. Unvaccinated Italians over the age of 50, 1.8 million face-off, one-off fines of $111 for being caught not having taken a coronavirus jab. In addition to that, they got suspension from work. (laughs) How do you pay for it? the question.
1: If you can't work anymore, how do you pay the fine? If you
0: can't work and you haven't paid a fine, is this all for sticking a needle in your arm? A million workers over the age of 50 also face being suspended from work if they cannot prove they have been fully vaccinated. This is a government run running over these companies. Is anybody telling these is the, I should ask, is the state, is Italy giving money back to these businesses for getting rid of their own internal workforce? How will they be compensated or made whole? They've got orders. They've got deliveries. They've got. You know, uh workers, contracts, deadlines, <laughs> like exactly. What how exactly are you gonna do that? Five hundred thousand Italians aged sixty to seventy are not to said to even have taken a single dose of the Wuhan corona. oh my gosh, half a million Italians? Oh, the humanity. As of February 1st, Italians looking to access banks. Yes, it gets worse, folks. It's it's all coming right here to uh New Mexico near you or post offices will be required to present what's called a green pass. So, feel like, is there a movie about this? I feel like this is like uh, all these good ideas came from some bad movie.
1: The green book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There we go. Yeah. Which will mean that pensioners looking to pick up their pensions in person will have to show the health pass in order to access money that they've already worked for. The government has limited number of uh, shops considered essential and thereby can be accessed without the green pass. So, just nine types of shops: supermarkets, petrol stations, pharmacies, and select others. It's going to be a matter of time before those are probably green passed too. And uh, let's check in with the Quebec Premier François Legault. Yeah, I think that was uh, that was a good French. I'm proud of myself. There right oh, oh François <laughs> Legault. Escargot. <laughs> It is quite good, by the way. I would, I, I highly recommend yeah. just squeeze. Uh, Quebec's premier said Tuesday, his province would scrap any attempt to tax people who haven't gotten their COVID-19 vaccinations. That's nice. Why, why would you think about uh, taxing us in the first place? As his government proposed just weeks ago, citing concerns about dividing people and straining their mental health. There we go, ladies and gentlemen or maybe giving them a stroke or a heart attack, right? Oh, I'm, I'm not going uh, you know, to have a job, you know, Candy. I'm not going to have a job, you know, whoever's talking. I have to make sure that I protect the health of Quebecers. Hopefully I got that right. But I have also to protect the peace in our society. Which is more important? I would probably say the peace. You're a politician. There's literally zero you as a politician can protect my health. It's up to me to be responsible for my own health. Why do I need to elect you to protect my own health? Doesn't that seem like defeating the purpose? <laughs> like, oh, gold, like, oh, acknowledge that it seems as government's proposal to large, to charge the unvaccinated a yearly health contribution. Oh, that's a nice styling. But
2: that, you know, Eddie, that's
1: a very interesting concept. Oh, wow. So how about for all the people, uh, I once calculated that the, av- the burden for all households in America for paying for the Medicaid program is $5,000 a household. That was a number of years ago maybe there should be some sort of penalty if you're gonna get free healthcare from the taxpayers. Right. Maybe you should not be allowed to smoke. Maybe you should be forced to lose weight. And if you don't, maybe you pay a health contribution.
0: This is the Obama argument all over again. In fact, it was part of our Rock of rockoftalk.chat question Q&A. I responded to those doubt and on one of those, uh, I think you had a question of the day at the very bottom which uh, talked about exactly that. I mean, what are we, uh, versus what are you individually supposed to be responsible? And the collective we is seemingly all the time, my my health is somehow you're responsible for, right? If you don't get the vax, if you don't wear your mask, you're putting me in jeopardy. I mean, you've seen the freakouts on airlines where a, a woman who is spitting and yelling in the face of another flight attendant and losing her mind and telling somebody who doesn't have his mask on as she doesn't have her mask, as she's in his face, to get off the plane it's nobody else's responsibility but yourself if you have a mask and your backs mind your mind your business right it's pretty much pretty much that's a, a simple and straightforward
1: well you want it you want to bring alcohol into this i, I was listening Absolutely. I don't spend all day listening to Jordan Peterson interviews, but I just happened to be listening to a Jordan Peterson interview a couple days ago, and he was saying the numbers. I don't know if this was Canada or America or North America, but I think he said something like north of 50% of violent incidents involve at least one person who's drinking. So I'd believe that. Boom. Hey, back to prohibition, right? Because if we're all in it together, right, and everybody's responsible for everyone else's health, prohibition, coming back, baby.
0: You can't have prohibition in a COVID positive world though. Uh, that would be literally impossible um, because uh, the next thing that would come is you'd have people just literally literally killing each other with their bare hands. Mm-hmm. The only thing that uh, has helped people get through all of this at this point, as we know, is uh, copious amounts of alcohol to uh, cope with the depression, unfortunately. People and, chocolate. <laughs> and, and chocolate. And chocolate. <laughs> so Legault acknowledged that it seemed like his government's proposal to charge the unvaccinated a yearly health contribution Refusing to get the shots had already increased the number of people booking first time vaccinations, but he said it was time to abandon the idea as he knew it was a bad one. He said in the last week or so, there's an increase in the reaction of people. They're now more angry than ever. What is he responding to? Very easy very very easy
1: what's going on in canada right now <laughs> i don't know
0: nothing i haven't heard about no that. news Man, coming out of canada no.
1: yeah.
0: that long long i don't know how many cars it was, i think at least five thousand plus 000 Impressive. Impressive. i mean you you've never seen anything like that i don't know why we can't do something like that here in these united states why can't we you truckers have that much power you can do that if they're gonna force you into masking and vaxxing at these ports and stuff like we've We've got your booty hostage. I'm not going to release it. I'm not, I guarantee with that attitude, there's nobody would be like, okay, well, they're standing up the right thing. I don't mind waiting another week or whatever. I don't let, we'll let the milk spoil on there. If it means that we're not going to have to do this crap anymore. He went on to say, I don't like to see Quebecers divided. Like we're seeing 90% of eligible Quebecers have received at least one dose of COVID-19 vaccine. That means everybody's been compliant. Everyone has been on board with this. And now they're just literally fed up and sick and tired. Everyone's done. 550, 50, 500. It's 550, 50, 500. Now, if you could pull that text from the bottom of my answer to that, I'm going to read a bunch of texts that come in. Uh, <clears throat> Eddie, I don't feel sorry for the East Coasters. Hammer the climate change morons. You guys are awesome today. Yeah. I, I didn't do all my work for this show. I didn't want to let you know. Uh, Eddie, glad you're calling out the New Mexico GOP are Dishwater diluted. Republicans keep pushing. Yes, they are, Joel. And he's one of our subscribers. Uh, You know, they got to get tougher. Oh, we're not going to, I'm going to file a bill so that the police officers, which get on average of more than $100,000 a year, have their, uh, you know, they're not going to have any income tax. Did you see that proposal by Mark Morse today, Doc? Oh, dear Lord. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Those are the Republican ideas. Yeah. Let's make sure that our our blue line doesn't have, uh, yeah, that's a good thing to sell. Good job on your weight loss. You're looking presidential. Whoa. presidential. Oh, oh, oh. um,
1: don't give me any ideas, folks.
0: Yeah, I don't want to run for anything. Right, here we go. Uh, colder than a witch. Yes. Face down in the snow in a cast iron bar. Well, go ahead. Say it. I'll uh, see. Justin Trudeau is actually Justin Castro's. He's Castro's kid. <laughs> Trudeau is a fucking man like Blanche. Suddenly he's got COVID. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Eddie. Hi, Eddie. Uh, finding the unvax is a bill of attainder or bill of pains and penalties. It violates the both U.S. and state constitutions. Look at us getting all educated. Then there is this. Um, This is from the New Mexico Health.org. Not sure if you pulled that up, uh, Dowd, but uh, you were on that as well. Certificate of Exemption Form Instructions. Who may use the exemption of immunization? How to complete the exemption form? Oh, we got to put this link from the NMDOH, and everybody should fill it out. I'm going to fill one out, even though I don't need to fill one out. Just send it in. <laughs> uh, Truckers for Freedom on Facebook are organizing now, and they're heading to D.C. just like the Canadians.
1: Oh, oh let's do it. Let's yeah. do it.
0: If you're not good enough uh, to tune into the beginning of this, we literally started the show, if I'm not mistaken, Dad, with Ben Ray Lujan. With Ben Ray Lujan. Have okay. you spoke? I mean, I don't know what to say. So, there it to is. Take- yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie, look at the year this movie took place in the future. Soy and Green. Oh, yeah, I remember. I haven't seen that in so long. It's one of those late-night movies uh, back in the day. Is there a white boy or Irish History Month? Uh, no, they removed St. Patrick's Day, I believe, on most calendars now. They removed Valentine's Day. Yep. Um, yeah, all those things. Um, uh, Columbus Day. So you, you, got, you got to get rid of the Irish. got to get rid of the Italians. You got to get rid of the uh, Spanish, right? I'm sold. So I then, remember VE and then,
1: Day and VJ Day on calendars. I mean, that was, you know... That's That's been gone for decades.
0: So remember Mexico, Mexicans, they only get in, uh, you know, it's Hispanic American month but in September. We only get half a month, by the way. Yes. That's yes. Right. Yeah. I don't know why. Just... Eddie, uh, it's going to be colder than Biden's brain. That's funny. <laughs> uh, Eddie, what I don't understand, Eddie, is when gentlemen can't get a heart transplant without being vaccinated, he's going to be on rejection drugs to begin with. Plus, you want gene therapy to lower your immune system to begin with. And... Uh, <laughs> What about the doctor's code of ethics? There's somebody sick in the uh, in sick the insurance. He's taking care of you, and they can do the surgery, perform the damn surgery. Patrick, right? yeah, that was a large run. Uh I pray to God for global warming to come, and may Ben <laughs> Ray rest in peace. Wow, Oof. don't wish those things on people. Just you know, please. Uh, oh wow, we got uh, let's see. Good afternoon, Eddie. I got COVID for the second time, and we have both vaccinations in February 2021. My doctor prescribed Ivermax today. I went to fill it at Walmart and the pharmacist refused to give it to me because it was not an FDA approved medication. They know it makes you better, but they don't want you to have it. Yep, that is exactly right. They're all part of that uh, whole whole group. Colder than a witch's broomstick. There you go. I like that better. That, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Three inches of snow when you're calling off work. Come on, get to work. Oh, yeah, I'm the one calling off to work. I'm the one that's been here every day, boy. Uh yeah, boy. I don't miss a day. Uh, Suzanne, so I just saw on Telegram that Ben Ray is in the hospital with a stroke. Is this true? Yep, it's true. CNBC actually reported on this. He suffered a stroke, which could complicate Biden's Supreme Court plans.
1: Ooh, interesting point. And,
0: um, so he's under the hospital undergoing surgery, according to the... How do you get surgery for a stroke?
1: Yeah, that's a brain kind of thing.
0: You though. either survive it or you don't survive right, it. This, this right, right. This could be a lot more serious. Huh. Is expected to make a full recovery. Isn't that what they always say? They always expect them to make, I don't, once you have a stroke, uh, you know, you guys, guys know what palsy is, right? I mean, everybody out there knows what palsy is. Uh, you guys have seen, uh, uh, anyway, uh, Lujan's recovery and presumed absence could complicate Democrats efforts to quickly appoint a successor to retiring Supreme court justice, Stephen Wright. Bre- I'm not sure how to be quite honest is it going to be that close is it going to be divided on on lines I mean
1: hey listen I whoever whoever Biden nominates Lindsey Graham and Mitt Romney are going to be right behind uh, I'm sure whoever that nominee is
0: I'm so sick of Lindsey Graham
1: oh and Murkowski too uh Susan oh, Collins yeah. probably yeah
0: House Bill 156 will ban magazines over 15 rounds no grandfather clause and it's a felony Hi Eddie. Manuel. I reached out to Ben Ray and my district district representative to let them know I oppose house bill nine and house bill 56. I don't stand to infringe on our second amendment rights. Contact your Senator and representative to take your stand. Uh, anyone who owns an AR 15 will be a felon. Um, I mean, my magazine I'm trying to think, I think I have more than that. I said, I hope Ben Ray rests in peace. I spit on his grave. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tell us how you really feel.
0: <laughs> how about the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> what? Come on, guys! Can we just unsportsmanlike conduct? Uh... <laughs>
1: That's how Brady ended his career, <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: Oh, it's so funny! All right, after Twenty-two back, seasons. <laughs> uh, uh, back after the top of the hour news, right here in the Kiva. Thanks everybody for listening. As always, here on this uh, beautiful Tuesday afternoon, it's going to be colder than a witch's broomstick. Uh, that'll be tomorrow. And it's going to be cold, cold, cold all the way through Saturday. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in on The Rock of Talk, AM 1600, KIVA, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com.
4: service landscaping company that can design build and maintain your landscape true west landscape is the company for you whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service true west is here to help contact the true west team of professionals today so
3: to final walkthrough call
5: 505-659-0973 for a free estimate and visit
2: straightlinepaintingabq.com to see their great reviews this week can be your best week the week when you get onto a better path with your money call me tom crow at crow financial advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com
3: are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five. Now's the time to reach for new support. To move toward your goals, call Tom Crow at 243-2281.
0: No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Anne Matthews Bridal where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers including the Disney collection to 18 different lines brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard.
6: When you suffer a personal injury from a car crash, You need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices.
4: Mark Caruso is a former insurance company attorney
5: who now works with victims. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000, carusolaw.com. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000, carusolaw.com.
0: This is David Allen Staley. While I may not be a radio personality, I am a Medicare advisor in real life, not just on the radio. Call 505-350-3858. I'd like to help you figure out what you've got, show you what's hot and what's not with all the new Medicare benefits out there. Call me, David Allen Staley, at 505-350-3858. That's 505-350-3858. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque.
7: One student is dead and another in critical condition after a shooting outside a school in Minnesota. The shooting happened at the South Education Center in Richfield, south of Minneapolis. Police say they're still looking for the shooter or shooters, but there's no existing threat. President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris met with Senators Chuck Grassley and Dick Durbin at the Oval Office Tuesday to talk about selecting a nominee to replace Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer, who's retiring this year. President Biden acknowledges the significance of filling a seat on the highest court in the nation.
2: There's
3: always a renewed national debate every time we uh, nominate any president nomination justice
2: because the Constitution is always
7: evolving slightly. Uh, in terms of additional rights or curtailing rights, et cetera, and it's always an issue. USA Radio News.
4: Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
7: It's really fantastic. You know, I'm pretty active sports-wise,
6: and no muscle strains. I get up in the morning, I have no stiff back, nothing. I never get sick. I mean, literally, never get sick. And if I feel like there's a little something coming on, I'll take, like, a dose next day it's gone. I mean, just my overall health is
2: fantastic. And I I'm plan to continue taking this because I'm convinced it absolutely contributes to your well-being, to your health, to keeping it healthy. Let your body do what it's
6: supposed to do.
4: Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA.
7: A Monmouth University poll asked people if it agreed with the following statement. It's time we accept that COVID is here to stay and we just need to get on with our lives. According to the poll, 70% agreed with the statement, while 28% disagreed. Among Republicans, 89 agreed with the statement and 9 disagreed. Among independents, 71 agreed and 26% disagreed. Democrats were nearly evenly divided, with 47% agreeing with the statement but 51% disagreeing. Tom Brady has finally said he is done. After reports of his retirement surfaced Saturday and fueled days of rampant speculation, the quarterback said at an Instagram post he's retiring from the NFL. The quarterback, drafted out of Michigan in the seventh round, won seven Super Bowl titles, six of them with the New England Patriots and the final one with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're listening to USA Radio News. The IRS is gearing up to use facial recognition software.
1: Bipartisan critics are decrying foul to the IRS new plan to use facial recognition software to confirm Americans' identities. While it's not a requirement yet, by the summer, those visiting the IRS website to access personal records such as tax transcripts, child tax credits, and more, may first need to send a recording of their face to a private
0: contractor to verify their identity. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry.
7: Border Patrol agents are voicing their frustrations with Homeland Security officials as the Biden administration works to address the root causes of illegal immigration. This has over 178,000 illegal immigrants were encountered at the border in December 2021. Oklahoma Republican Senator James Lankford was at the border recently. He joins Fox News to weigh in, saying the Border Patrol is being forced to take on different responsibilities than they're used to. Anyone in law enforcement that get into law
0: enforcement to be able to enforce the laws of the country to be able to serve their neighbors and their families and other families, these individuals want to be able to serve their nation, but they're being treated by this administration as their hotel check-in staff rather than law enforcement they're not they're not able to actually enforce the law they're just checking people through to be able to come in the country that's not what they signed up for
7: for USA radio news I'm Tim Berg
0: Albuquerque's macro five, here on the rock of talk on am 1600 KIA, the abq.fm rock of hour two coming at you from the abq it's he and i being fly for a white guy i don't know maybe we got all that stuff and then some all dark and handsome i, I can't stop rhyming i'm reasoning I, maybe i'm just in great mood because i know snows i was born Well, I love a rainy night, as Eddie rabbit used to say. (laughs) I love a snowy night. You're
8: excited.
0: You you know what? dude? you want to know what snow does to me? And it's not the snow itself. I don't like cold weather, and I don't like snow uh, in and of itself. What I like is, like, the blanket, the covering, like, not seeing the sun. And then knowing that, for whatever reason, I derive a lot of energy out of it. I just get so much more energy. And I'm so much more productive. And today has been a wildly productive day. I, 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 I believe, Dowd, I called you uh, and I said, I, I must have called Dowd maybe 10 times, which I never do. Um, and I called him 10 times because, you know, I had so much to share with him. We did so much on the rockoftalk.chat site. Uh, I felt like today was January 1st is what I told him. I said, this is like New Year's Day um, all over again. And uh, it feels good. So there's just a lot of good stuff. Plus I had a tremendous month in the uh <clears throat> weight loss category so that uh that felt pretty good too doesn't uh feel feel bad to shed uh, 23.4 lbas uh lbs so that's uh, pretty good
1: eddie i saw somebody the other day who was just about my age maybe 40s yeah. and just hideously overweight and i always think yeah. when i see these people and i just say for your own life don't 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 do it to save me Medicaid money or whatever, do it for your, your kids, your grandkids, you're going to sleep better. You're going to have it. Your, your brain function is going to be better. It's just, don't you want to be healthy to have a better quality of life, but they'd rather eat the ringdings, I guess. I yeah.
0: Know. I think that's the biggest thing is just, you know, how you feel. So, you know, between my treadmill, my weights and uh, my little uh, campfire in low oficina, and all the other good things that we got coming, I'm uh, pretty excited. Uh, plus, you know, up North, it's going to be far colder and, I just know I'm going to be getting a lot of things done. And I just, I just love that. Lots to get to uh, here in hour two. d doubted uh, Musk and I 550, 5500. You guys are in a good mood too. Uh, I, I noticed, uh, you can always tell, you can feel, is it the, the vibes uh, from the text? You know, the vibrations, the good vibrations. I, I love the vibrations coming from the text.
1: Well, I mean, I think, Eddie, there is the novelty of, uh, where I come from, there's never good weather. So when there is, we have 10 good days a year, we get really excited about those days. It might be the reverse down here in the Southwest where the weather's so wonderful all the time. When it's gray and snowy, people do the reverse. They get excited about bad weather.
0: <laughs> well, maybe that, that's it. Uh, my name is Eddie. So I'm the opposite of everybody else that's out there because Eddie's spiral in the opposite direction. Uh, Melinda texts in. She says, just tip somebody extra at a drive through for not wearing a mask. That's a good trend, right? Pay it Reward, forward, yes, you know? Yes, That's yes. great. Uh, Eddie, would you please share some of your weight loss secrets with my, uh, you really inspire me. You want that? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, don't run for office and then you can do whatever you want. Uh, no, subscribe to www.rockoftalk.chat. Uh, once I reach my goal, you will get all of that and I'll be just in time. Maybe I'll, do de- we'll, we'll like left some stuff off. It's, it's actually pretty easy um, and you've got to stay on top of stay on top of things. And it, it's good, I want everybody to, to do it. I really do, particularly our, our our listeners. I think if we can inspire, I mean, cause I have been through a lot, I've been doing a lot. So I'm, I'm excited to, to do all of this. Um, but going from where I was to where I'm going to, and then I'm gonna call the insurance company and I'm <laughs> immediately gonna talk to them. I said, I wanna lower rates on everything. <laughs>
8: Definitely. Pop
0: to bottom. It's sort of like along came Paulie. Remember the guy who keeps jumping out of planes? Yes, <laughs> they do with the underwriting on the guys. Like, oh, he's not a dangerous guy, and then I think he dies like in the movie. Uh,
1: sort
0: of uh, uh, Eddie, as you know, those spike proteins can agglomerate, and uh, is that a word? Is that a word agglomerate?
1: Agglomerate.
0: Yeah, a g g l o agglomerate. I don't to know. Collect
1: them. or form into a mass or a group. Yes.
0: Somebody's smarter than me, uh, and cause all sorts of blood flow problems. But of course, no one will fess up to that being the cause of his stroke. Hope he does recover. Um, That is the reason for his stroke. So excited about the weather, Eddie. I like your forecast more than the others. (laughs) (laughs) When everybody else's the chips are down, like my chips are always up. I literally, absolutely, you're most welcome. I will be happy to share that with you. And I will do a little bit on air too. um, Eddie, I can't believe you read that. You rock. Yes. Well, we got to do that. Uh, It was in the cerebellum. This is uh, from a doctor, by the way. i will just not the doctor, a doctor who knows about what happened to the senator, not a senator uh, from, right, because you're Lujan. You are, you are the governor. You are the senator. If I were to say the next thing that came out of my mouth that that's in my brain, if the, if the next thing were to come out, thank God my brain is crossed right now. Oh, my gosh. That would have been the worst thing I've ever said on radio. doubt i almost wish something bad on somebody else and i'm so glad i caught myself <clears throat> wow
1: nothing but the best for our junior senator nothing but the best for our junior senator <laughs> It was. we respect a... him so much in the key
0: <laughs> it was in the cerebellum which is involved in balance <laughs> ironically enough balance if there was a blood clot they might do surgery to remove the clots so that's the reason for the surgery if there was an aneurysm that ruptured they might do surgery to repair ooh that's bad yeah okay, that that right. will result in uh, some types of uh, some type of palsy I would imagine right <laughs> i think I'm, I'm no doctor i just uh i just I just act like one once you elect me to uh governor right <laughs> <laughs> love your common sense it's what I have yes uh, horse horse senses i think is what they refer to it um uh, that we got in there grab okay if ischemic stroke I don't know what that is neurosurgeon goes in with a catheter grabs the clot with another clot if hemorrhagic stroke surgeon can go in and evacuate blood from brain cavity grabs clot with a claw that is okay Grabs clot with a claw okay so I guess it must be serious if they're if they're opening up your head at that point I mean is it pretty safe to call it over?
1: I've just heard the PSA Eddie on the I think it's pronounced ischemic stroke okay occurs when the blood supply to part of the brain is interrupted or reduced preventing brain tissue from getting oxygen and nutrients of course all this assumes the junior senator has a brain uh, brain cells begin to die in minutes a stroke is a medical emergency and prompt treatment is crucial
0: one too many sopapias there bro one too many chimichangas up north no but the but the ranch he needs to mow a few more lawns for his mamacita Uh, Eddie, some strokes cause a brain bleed due to weakened vessels. This could be the reason for surgery. The clot causes... No matter what it is, it's bad, right? Um, Let's see. (laughs) (laughs) Catheter through the... (laughs) Catheter... Oh, my God. (laughs) Catheter through the vajayjay. Got it. There we go. Uh... (laughs) I had to read it and I had to augment. Doubt. Yep, yep. You always have to explain why you're laughing to other people. Editing in real time. You know <laughs> you never want to explain a joke to somebody because then it it lets it become not funny anymore. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um the moment you try to explain a joke, it is never funny again, by the way, because you have to think through it. It's a reaction. Joke's a reaction and jokes are funny because it's the truth, that's why. And everybody gets the truth. They understand it. Uh, Natural news article embalmers and funeral homes are finding rubbery blood clots and deceased. These rubbery clots started appearing six months after vaccine rollout. Dr. Jane Ruby show, you know, I always see these like little reports that they're yanking these large things out of people's bodies. Or I, uh, did you watch that report? You got to subscribe to get it. Or, you know, you see these strange things that you would find on like YouTube or people, uh, you know, popping giant pimples that are like, you know, a foot long giant pus. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about all that. I just don't believe it, um, you know? I, I just don't. I, feels like I'm watching third world TV if I see any of that stuff. Is that fair to say? <laughs> yes. <TV. laughs> like we're in Haiti and uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, disembowel the the cervix I'm like of a woman who's like, what? what kind of voodoo magic is this, you know? It's gonna come all the way through her throat and. Uh, you can see that the woman is possessed, but this is uh, simply a uh, um, what?
1: <laughs> well, I don't know, Eddie. The phrase voodoo magic you, you just used, it kind of describes our, our Rona policy reaction, to voodoo magic, the last two years. Witch <laughs> it doctor really is. is. <laughs> it's
0: sort of, it is sort of uh, it is a lot of magic. All right. Why don't we enough. call him
1: Witch Doctor Fauci, not Dr. Fauci? <laughs> in this two days nose.
0: in a row, I hear you telling me that I have to explain a joke. It's not funny. Ha ha, I hear you. aspiring comedians out there. If you're explaining your jokes, it's uh, never a joke again. All right. A professor at Johns Hopkins School of Medicine uh, and the author of Price We Pay uh, starts to talk about the high cost of disparaging national immunity to COVID. So now we have Ben Ray Lujan in the hospital. He's getting surgery. Uh, There's no doubt he was both vaxxed and masked. Um, So he's breathing in all the bad air on top of the fact that, you know, and then God only knows what that does so long. Has anybody done sort of like a cancerous surgeon general's exploration of breathing in your own carbon monoxide? Has anybody done that yet? There's a reason why I don't wear a mask. uh, Why a lot of people don't wear a mask. Did you know that if you breathe in your own carbon monoxide? Yeah. Do you know that that restricts the airflow to the brain and changes the way that you think you get where I'm going here? Do you see what's Mm -hmm. happening? You guys with the masks on, with the uh, fully secure, I can't get blood to the brain, I can't get air to the brain. That's actually what's happening. So uh, this guy is Dr. Martin McCary, John Hopkins. He says, uh, public health officials ruined many lives by insisting that workers with natural immunity to COVID-19 be fired if they weren't fully vaccinated. After two years of curing data, which is what we've done, which is all we have to look at here, superiority of natural immunity over vaccinated immunity is clear. Let me repeat that. The superiority of natural immunity over vaccinated immunity is clear. By firing staff with natural immunity, employers got rid, this is from a doctor at Johns Hopkins University, Martin McCary, this isn't made up, okay? Employers got rid of those least, least likely to infect others. Everywhere you go, you hear employers, public gatherings. This is the pandemic of the unvaccinated. What, you aren't vaxxed? Well, I'm not dying. If I had COVID, if it were that bad and I'm not vaxxed, wouldn't I already be dead? They're treating you as if you're not even human. Or in the the paraphrase, uh, one governor of the 47th state, of this country, those reptile people, right? (laughs) I think that's a fair place to put that. It's time to reinstate those employees with an apology, he states. Well, according to this, many of us called for the Senators for Disease Control and, uh, I like that, Senators for Disease Control, and Prevention to release its data on reinfection rates. Good stuff. The agency refused it. The CDC released the data from New York and California. That's what they did release, which demonstrated natural immunity was 2.8 times as effective in preventing hospitalization and 3.3 to 4.7 times as effective in preventing COVID infection compared to vaccination. Somebody is lying here. Yesterday, I seem to uh, remember the new CDC data showing the power of the boosters from the New York Times. It's about to be colder than a witch's broomstick tomorrow. The spread is there. People in, in Ottawa are uh, protesting in negative five degree temperatures without masks where you can see their breath clearly. And yesterday, the New York Times reports that, as you can see from the data, without a booster provides a lot of protection. But a booster takes somebody to a whole different level. Are we at a point where it just matters where you get your information from? Is this the mind-body experience? Is this the power of the mind? Is this the mind-body connection? If you think you're going to get sick, you're going to get sick. If you're afraid of the dark, well, of course, there's going to be monsters that come out, even if monsters don't come out. Like, are we at that point? The big bad wolf is there because you imagine him and you manifest it? Is that is that a fair thing to say? I think it is. Because yesterday, David, David Leonhardt, Of The New York Times says, once you get a booster, your risk of getting severely ill from COVID is tiny. And here we are, the new COVID narrative from the unvaccinated, the high cost of reinfection. Now, two different things to be sure, but it's all infection inside or outside the body. The NIH, uh, you know, Fauci's people, dismissed natural immunity by arguing that its duration is unknown. Oh, what if you were to go get an antibody test? Let's go back to Doctor Yeadon. Let's let let's let's start back last October, November. Dowd was so generous in bringing to our attention the information coming one of the vice presidents of Pfizer Corporation, who's left, who's been ostracized, and been made fun of, Doctor Yeadon, and he stated that once you're infected with COVID-19, okay, you have 17 years to life. This is an epidemiologist, okay? 17 years to life. You're infected with COVID-19. Do you need to get the vaccination anymore? No, you don't. And if everybody were to say, well, we all need to get infected at some point and we have a 0.001 chance of actually dying from it, I think it's 0.01 actually, from dying from it based upon what we have, then we we could have created that herd immunity. And that exactly. her meaning would have taken us into a direction where we want to have been vaccinating, inducing a level of not just spread, but of morphing that vac uh, morphing that disease into marry many different elements, which is exactly the argument that Dr. Paul Alexander made. So these are easy arguments to make. Now we have another doctor coming forward who's saying exactly what we have been talking about. And now he goes to what we've been talking about most recently, which is the most vaxxed places, New Mexico, Israel, what do do they have in common? They have the highest infection rates per 1,000. We found that among 295 unvaccinated people who previously had COVID, antibodies were present in 99% of them. Not
1: good enough. (laughs) Down uh, you're you know, Eddie, you're, you're you're right. You know, you're right to talk about uh, Doctor Yeadon because we are now with two years into this. What he was saying, what six months into this, he was saying SARS-CoV-1, the first SARS that occurred back in 2003. They'd been looking at these people for over a decade and a half, and those, you know, that immunoresponse response was still robust. That's why he kept saying 17 years because SARS-CoV-1 struck around 2003. So basically, two years into this, we're confirming what his prediction was in the relatively early period of this uh, because he was saying that genetically SARS-1 and, SARS-CoV-1 and SARS-CoV-2 are genetically very similar and we can expect that natural immunity to be re- robust for this version as it was for SARS-CoV-1. This is vindication of Dr. Eaton and Eddie, we should be you and I should be prouder than ever that we've played his, his comments over and over and over again on The Rock of Talk.
0: And we've kept people safe. We can actually say that now we have kept people safe by not forcing them to take something that the government and that other people were telling them to take that probably didn't have any, that had negligible effect on their actual uh, ability to not contract the COVID 19 virus. Now that we're in Omicron. And even before people who were vaccinated were getting it in Delta, they were getting Delta during that time when they were vaccinated. So why was anybody getting vaccinated? Why weren't we all just getting infected at some point and saying, you know what? Oh, we were. Because 99%, 99% of unvaccinated people who previously had COVID have the antibodies two years after their infection. That's two years of you not having to take a single booster, a single vaccination, getting updates. You can't come in without a card, without a passport, without a green card. You can't shop. You can't do anything. They also found the natural immunity developed from prior variants reduced the risk of infection with Omicron. Why? Because you were previously infected. Meanwhile, the effectiveness of the two-dose Moderna against the infection declines at 61% against Delta and 16% 16% against Omicron and 16. Meaning, once you start taking these vaccinations and they have a declining response to it, you're gonna take more and more vaccinations with less and less of a response. I know we get tired of talking about all this, but this is just so good. Last week, we sent out the alarm. We said, okay, Dr. Scrace came out. He's coming out as the hero. He's the Department of Health. He's also on the part of human services. He loves both jobs. And then we had this massive number of people who were infected because there was so many people taking multiple tests. They literally were taking tests until they confirmed that they actually had an infection. Three out of four, I was not uh, positive. The last one, I was positive. So I'm positive. Just when keep taking that-
1: those tests until you get the answer you
0: want. I wonder, <laughs> when does that exactly balance out? And what also came on that very same week was the most number of infections through a three-day period, 15,000 plus. Well, when you get that many people testing and you've got a bunch of people who have been stoked those fears through the media, then what happens? Of course, you're going to take more tests and there's going to be more infections. There's a lot of people out there who haven't taken a single test, probably had it and are just fine and have the antibodies. And they're like, whoa, I'm moving forward. I'm quite sure that there's plenty of people I'm speaking to today who have not taken a single test, who have not taken a single vaccine, who have antibodies, who were sick at one point, and were like, well, I guess I made it through COVID, and you can tell. Or maybe it's coming a myriad of other ways. We don't know. But what we do know is that there's no reason to vax to the point that the government is suggesting that we do so we can go ahead and meet their bottom line criteria, which is, hey, you need your passport to get into wherever, to buy this, to get that, to go here, to travel there. The CDC, he continues, and ours confirmed that more than 100 other studies on natural immunity have found the immune system works. The largest of these studies, ironically from Israel, found that natural immunity was 27 times as uh, effective as vaccinated immunity in preventing symptomatic illness. What do we also know? You can't spread it if you're asymptomatic. We made that determination more than a year ago. He goes on to say, for years, studies have shown that infection with the other coronaviruses and cause severe, severe illness, SARS and MERS, confer lasting immunity. In a study published in May, COVID recovered monkeys that were re-challenged with the virus did not get sick. Talk about Connecticut, doubt and uh, wrap this uh, guy up because he's brilliant. He's telling us something we already know, but that's all it takes to be brilliant uh, nowadays is uh, people who have been listening to this uh, information that's right there in front of you and commonsensical for right from the very beginning
1: yeah i mean i can't believe my home state's actually doing something good but the state government has suspended its vax mandate for state employees and according to the good doctor here starbucks is starting to rehire employees fired for being unvaccinated we we talked earlier in the show about quebec walking back in light of uh, i don't know some of those tractor trailers making their way to, to the capital uh expressing their, their views about it so what the doctor says closes this very powerful piece. With politicians and public health officials, owe an apology. I'm like uh, it was a Godfather too, you know, when uh, when Robert Duvall, this committee owes an apology uh, yeah. to Americans who lost their jobs on the false premises that only unvaccinated people could spread the virus and only vaccination could prevent its spread. Soldiers who have been dishonorably discharged should be restored. Teachers, first responders and others who have been denied their livelihoods should be reinstated. And this uh, I think this last sentence is three words and it, it, says, it says it better than I could. Everyone is essential, not some people, everyone. Right.
0: There it is. That's uh, Those are the good words. There it is from uh, D-Dowd, Muska, and I back after a quick break here in the Kiva. We return, I don't know, we'll see what Dad wants to talk about. Maybe his write-ups from the last couple of days. He's got another one uh, coming out tomorrow, and you got to check in at www.rockoftalk.chat. That's rockoftalk.chat. I think this whole thing really is ironic, Dad. That's why I picked this song to go out to.
8: It's like Ryan.
3: Safe was afraid to fly. He to his
4: suitcase, kissed
3: his kids goodbye.
8: He waited his whole damn life
4: to take that
3: flight and as the plane crashed down. The... Well, isn't this nice? And isn't it ironic?
7: Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope
1: with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com 3120065. 3120065.
2: Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio,
4: just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air.
3: And enchiladas and tacos.
4: Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa. This is the best meal.
2: It is delicious.
4: Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? what about about the fresh
5: fresh air? air?
3: We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com.
6: Within moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco vehicle anti-theft device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994.
5: Music is The Great Communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Straight Line Painting, a family-owned business providing their services for over 10 years. Now, whether you need a home or business painted, garage epoxy floor, or even a complete restucco, Straight Line Painting are the experts. Owners Efren and Josh are always available and oversee every project from estimate to final walkthrough. Call 505-659-0973 for a free estimate and visit StraightLinePaintingABQ.com to see their great reviews.
8: S3 Technologies, Security Service Solutions. Service guarantees you'll keep running steady with monitoring, device management, infrastructure assessments and penetration testing. S3 Technologies' proactive approach to information technology management provides a secure and reliable platform that allows you to focus on your business instead of the management of your IT infrastructure. S3 Technologies Years of expertise, keeping your company up to date with a watchful eye and flexible solutions to manage your environment efficiently, safely and securely. You'll never know how efficient you can run your business until you talk to S3 Technologies. Make an appointment to get a roadmap and risk assessment of what steps you can take to secure your business. Turn your business into secure growth in 2022. S3 Technologies, 505-242-5683 505-242-5683, 505-242-5683, S3NM.com.
5: Taco Tote on Central across from the Historic Highland Theater has the Family of Five meal deal. One and a half pounds of meat, fresh homemade tortillas, the sides, and don't forget the salsa. Enjoy takeout, dine in. Taco huge tacos.com.
0: Pet Food Gone Wild and Rio Ranchos Pampers Pets, all natural wet and dry pet foods, tasty treats and supplements too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, Ready to answer all your questions about healthy pet foods and treats, Pet Food Gone Wild provides grooming
3: and makes every visit fun and easy with the Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card. 5% off
0: at checkout. Pet Food Gone Wild keeps pets happy. Mobile offers at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer. pets.theplaceilike.com. Yeah. 534 here in the Kiva. Yep. For uh, Tommy James and his Shondells back in, oh, I don't know this day in 69 started a two week run with that. Wonderful song. One of the best, very moody uh, at that. I should say, I love uh, Tommy James and the Shondells Had the other money, money as uh, well. The group second and last number one hit, uh, by the way. And, uh, there you go, Dowd. I know that uh, you like that one. It, it is a very moody kind of song, but uh, the speed up, the slow down, and the uh, cool feeling uh, all around in that song. 550-5500, take a couple of uh, quick phone calls here in the Kiva. Caller, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. Not, not so smooth sounding here on that. I'm not sure what that is. <clears throat> we'll, we'll, we'll let that go i uh, not sure where we're at. Down D- D- you had a write up yesterday. The yeah. And in fact, we, chat is a pretty good one at that.
1: We even missed out uh, on something I did last week, Eddie. I think it probably was rushed at the end of the week. I'll, I'll just spend two yeah. seconds on that. Um, it, I know it may surprise some people, but there are a couple of state employees, just a, just a handful, who are not subject to the Public Employee Bargaining Act, which means they cannot collectively bargain now if you're in the private sector like i am like eddie aragon is you probably don't you might not know what collective bargaining is but uh it's basically where all the employees get together and they unionize and then the union ends up dictating what the terms and conditions and the pay are they negotiate with the employer and uh, they negotiate particularly in government they negotiate things like guaranteed annual raises uh, something we most of us in the private sector have never seen can't even imagine it we actually our income is based on our performance. Uh, that, that doesn't really happen so much in a unionized workplace. It certainly doesn't happen in a, in a government unionized workplace. So there's a loophole in state law, the State Public Employee Bargaining Act, where these curious little quasi-government entities—they're called Research Park Corporations—they tend to be. Um, they're associated with university systems, and so UNM, uh, State, and New Mexico Tech each have at least one of these. They're said to be economic development entities. Of course, you know, in, in New Mexico, we call everything economic development when, sure. when the federal government brings a dump votes. truck.
0: It, if it gets votes, that's the economic well, that's development. True.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, any any funding source is, is economic development. So basically, you've got two politicians, Mimi Stewart, who. Uh, not surprisingly, is a retired government educrat. Uh, you have, have Christine Chandler, who's a really, oh boy, left-wing kook from up in Los Alamos. So what they're trying to do is close this loophole and basically say that anybody who works for the state's research park corporations are going to be included in the state unionization bill, You know, again, for so-called public employees. So what are we talking about here? The biggest one is the New Mexico, uh, I mean, it's the University of New Mexico, Sandoval Regional Medical Center up in, Rio Rancho. If this bill goes through SB 41, that means that 600 healthcare workers up there can unionize. Okay. So what do we know about that? That means you're going to get guaranteed raises no matter, you know, whether you deserve it or not. You're going to, the union's going to, wh- whichever union gets control of that workplace is going to start raising a lot of campaign cash because they've got the dues. Mm-hmm. You have to pay the dues for that. Um, legally you don't but most workers don't know that they just go along with it and pay their dues and also unions also have a little checkoff system where they get the pack money comes in from your paycheck and again you don't have to contribute but most workers aren't aware of this certainly the union's not going to tell you about this so the central regional medical center has a good prospect of becoming unionized and what is that political cash going to do well it's going to help people like mimi stewart and christine chandler the people who are sponsoring the bill it's, it's funny how that works in government. That That's how government actually kind of works. Um, there are a number of other smaller organizations, the UNM Rainforest Innovations. There, oh, That's yeah, downtown. The tech,
0: the, yeah, the tech center, right? <laughs> yes. I, you know, I couldn't make sense of that for the longest time. I was like, why are they calling it a rainforest? And
1: how does that somehow like,
0: Yeah, yeah. well, I guess the idea was that it was just going to, they were going to make it rain. Exactly. Uh, I think exactly. that was the reference. Well, Eddie, they are
1: uh, the, the people in economic development, and these are men and women of tremendous dishonesty. They use terms like that uh they like the gazelle companies we target the gazelle companies we're going to do a industry cluster we're going to have oh, uh, oh an incubator too uh, incubator. Uh, incubator we're just going to get a lot of people like ehrlich mm. bachman on the hbo series uh uh silicon valley and and get a lot of people together and interesting things are going to happen mm. well not much happens i, I report right. in this uh in this this posting on our 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 rock of talk chat uh, site a couple no, this was before Rona. I was actually allowed to go outside. I went to a Martin Heinrich event in downtown Albuquerque at the Rainforest Innovation Center. Eddie, it was unbelievable. Martin Heinrich is trying to carve himself out this role as the senator uh, who knows everything about artificial intelligence. The, Silic- he wants- the
0: Silicon Valley, the oh. edgy, bleeding edge. The guy Martin who Heinrich. can literally bring Elon Musk to New Mexico and to his knees.
1: Brilliant. Martin Heinrich. Brilliant. Uh, got his, his mechanical engineering de- degree and then never really appears to have used it very much. No. Uh, so anyway, he thinks he knows about, uh, artificial intelligence. He had about 21 people on a panel. This is in, I believe, May of 2019. So I, I attended this thing and of course the media all got out there. He had 21 people on his panel for artificial intelligence. Eddie, 20 of them, 20 were government employees. Mm-hmm. There, there aren't any Silicon Valley firms in in New Mexico, you know, 20 significant degree. So, talking about all this wonderful economic development, 20 out of 21 of his panelists were government employees. Yep. I, 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 it was a new low. A new he innovation part, he government,
0: dynamo. government just you know throws money at things and then you know uh, basically uh, raises the applause sign or the oohs and the ahs and yep. please clap. That's that's yep. that's what they do. Well, oh.
1: If nothing happens from any of these research parks, we just don't nothing talk well. about it. If any right. good comes from it, we take the credit for it. So I'm basically walking people through this legislation. There's a loophole, believe it or not, in, in New Mexico state law. Some state employees can't unionize. Well, this bill, let me get the number right. Uh, what is it? Uh, H, uh, SB 51. Uh, SB, uh, I'm sorry, SB 41. SB 41 is going to close, lock down that loophole, making the last few employees in state government who aren't allowed to unionize unionize and the biggest impact will be at the Sandoval Regional Medical Center as many as 600 healthcare workers. Eddie, that's a lot of dues. And that's a lot of PAC contributions. And I think that's probably going to end up being good for Mimi Stewart and Christine Chandler. Funny how that relationship works that way.
0: That was something uh, that was very interesting for a time. And I know you and I, um, you know, probably first crossed paths at a time when, you know, there's any, if there's any uh, un- restricted amounts of capital that's going to anything it's into the DOE. I worked for the DOE when I was at the Dudley Wynn honor center. I did all this research on North Korea. We had all these, you know, symposiums and then we were exposed to lots of opportunity and very intelligent guy. But one of the things that was, you know, quite evident to me was the fact that they had access to capital and for a time dad, you know, when we first had met and crossed paths that with each other, there was a group that was known as the TVC, Technology Ventures Corporation. This group shut down. It was a tech transfer organization. Now, what Dowd's referring to with the uh, rainmaking going on at the Rainforest Cafe, full of uh, you know 99% bureaucrats that, that are in there, is this was an independent entity that was made to capture the brain drain, not just the brain drain of the uh, PhDs and those who wanted to go ahead and find a way to get their speed to market for a product that they might have a patent or two or 10 or whatever they have. But that particular corporation that was trying to do it on its own and run by a very capable St. Pius the 10th grad uh, who was a good man, right? And uh, who is a good man, I should say. And they had to shut down. This was funded and founded by Lockheed Martin, one of the top corporations in the world and one of the tenants here in this uh, very building. Right. I'm sure it's not lost on them as to why that uh, failed to kind of uh, spring to life. And it's Absolutely. because all this stuff is just nothing but hollow promises. And I every guess. single time someone talks about, you know, investment in, in anything here in the state, they're like, well, no, those guys are just happy to get their CRT trained, to be told to, to be vaxxed and, and maxed. They're just little tools. They're cogs in the wheel. They're workers. In fact, what these men and women who have decided to go ahead and comply with the mandates at Sandia National Labs who didn't stick their neck out is they are actually ordinary, that they can be told what to do and that they don't have the entrepreneurial spirit to make something grow out of the state of New Mexico. But there are a few that do. And those are the people who would probably done quite well coming out into, I don't know, the rainforest, the technology venture corporate, whatever. They could have developed those things right here, but that never, you know, the rubber nev- never is going to meet the road in the state of New Mexico because ultimately we are a state-run organization. We are as communist as it gets here in this country. And this stuff does, does, never takes flight. You had Google. We've had people like Jeff Bezos, who yep. uh, is, is uh, dating a 1986, uh, 1987 <laughs> Del Norte grad. I mean, he's interested. Uh, uh, Bill Gates started he here. here. Yep. We yep. don't have the ability or the net to capture this stuff because we're too, like, it is literally... Uh, It it could have been the place where Microsoft all started. And that was, you know, the tech boom for the last 50 years back in 77 when Bill Gates was here, you know, getting pulled over for speeding at the very same time that his father is is here, you know, uh, as a legal uh, guy saying, well, go ahead and capture that, register it, and then get that that patent. And that, that could have been something. But instead, the city of Albuquerque didn't have the foresight. Remember, the bureaucrats of the city of Albuquerque didn't have the, and the Democrats at that. Have the foresight enough to say, "Hey, you know what? We're going to go ahead and lend Bill Gates three thousand or five thousand or whatever he was recommend or whatever he was asking for from the city of Albuquerque." It's the same old story, nearly fifty years later. Doubt.
1: Yeah, well, I'm glad you mentioned the, the Department of Energy, Eddie, because when you look at the kind of knowledge and brain power that is here at national at, at the two net two two large national laboratories, you also have at Kirtland. I mean, you have the Air Force Research Labs Space Vehicles Directorate. Like- right here and so you, you put that federal uh, spending here and then you put the kind of universal college that we've been moving toward basically not necessarily univer- not everybody doesn't go to college but if you want to go to college in new mexico and you live here <laughs> and you have a pulse basically you're subsidized to the hill to go to college and then of course the people who want to start businesses here the soil is so acidic <laughs> it's so unwelcoming that whether it's trying to pump up the brain power at the uh, university level and getting more of our young people to get college degrees stem degrees or whether it's the federal money that comes in here people look around new mexico and say "Whoa, maybe i'm smart maybe i'm entrepreneurial but why the hell would i stay in new mexico and that dovetails very nicely with a piece that went up yesterday which uh, is a look at this ongoing what i consider just mental illness in the state that, that people in positions of power continue to believe that New Mexico is some sort of commercial space hotspot hub here. Uh, when in fact, if you really look at the data, it's just not happening. And, and two, two, uh, uh, two pieces of coverage from KRQE just sparked my my ire over the weekend. And so I put this up on, on Monday. Um, there's a bill before the legislature from Senator Hickey Albuquerque's Martin Hickey. He wants six million dollars to set up Central New Mexico Community College with what he calls the Space Valley Center. Uh, <laughs> there, there's no specifics on this. We're just going to slap the, the word "space", Space on it. Yeah, get it, a sticker.
0: It, it, come up with a marketing idea. Oh, is what absolutely. we're going to do. Yeah.
1: Now, of course, true to true to form for New Mexico, uh, the, the six million will only be appropriated if they get a matching grant from the federal government because they got to get the got to get that federal money too. And then the same day that that post was put up on the KRQE website, they also covered Spaceport America wants another $2 million above what they are, what they already get every year from the legislature because of course things are about to really take off at Spaceport America. So I, I look at the data uh, and the data have, they've shown for a, a long, long time that New Mexico is not a player in, in aerospace to any significant degree. We, we do have at Kirtland, we have the Air Force Research Lab, those are government Jobs. But in terms of aerospace, uh, you want to include aviation and, and space altogether. The number is absolutely devastating, Eddie. In 2008, when Eclipse Aviation filed for bankruptcy, we had close to 2,700 aerospace manufacturing jobs in New Mexico. We have around 600 to 700 now. We have lost 75% of our aerospace manufacturing yep. jobs over the last dozen years. We are not. Growing, and when you see Kevin Robinson Avila, or you say you see some moron twenty-two year old for one of the TV stations say, "Oh, America's uh, uh, New Mexico's growing space sector, folks," it doesn't exist. In fact, our aerospace sector is actually declining in New Mexico. It's not growing; it's actually declining. So a useful way of of thinking about this the, the, the federal government the economists at the federal government use a thing called lq location quotient so basically represents how big employment in your industry in your state is relative to how big it is nationally so if you have the same number of people in the oil and gas industry or the same number of people in you know the arts and leisure industry, and your location quotient is 1.0. That means that you have about the same amount that the nation has as a whole. So you're kind of tracking with the nation. If you have 0.24 as a location quotient, that means you have well under the national standard for aerospace employment. That is New Mexico's Mexico's, 0.24. Just to run you through the index for our neighbors, Arizona, anything above 1.0 is good because mm-hmm. yeah, you have a higher more. concentration. And Of course, yep. these are very well-paid jobs, mm-hmm. so we, we, we're looking for over 1.0. Arizona, 2.96. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, 2.30. Oh yeah, Utah. Big,
0: big, all the, all the uh, planes get serviced, by the way, in Tulsa. Yep, they all fly yep, in. Yep. Uh, uh, that's where all your airplanes get serviced, uh, by the way.
1: Yeah, uh, Right to work state, by the way. Uh, Utah, 1.48. Uh, Texas 1.11, and Colorado is actually a little bit below the national standard at 0.9, uh, but nowhere near as bad as as New Mexico. We are not an aerospace state. Now, the hot thing in commercial space right now is called the SPAC company. So that's the Special Purpose Acquisition, acquisition Company. Yeah. A lot of these young startups, you know, they're very hungry. They've got a bold vision. There's no doubt Eddie that some of these companies are going to go belly up because yeah, they, whenever they you have sell
0: the sizzle it's all sizzle. Everything is 100% sizzle.
1: But some of these companies are going to become wildly successful. And actually I have I own about 10 shares in a company called Rocket Lab which is basically Elon Musk Jr. They're they're the smaller version of SpaceX and uh, I have 10 shares for not for a joke, for a real investment um, and they're 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 one of these companies that that uh, has come basically gone public in the last year and a half or so. So I took a look, Eddie, at the job listings for all of these up-and-coming startup companies in the space commercial sector and whether they have any presence in New Mexico. Um, the The pickings are real, real, real slim. Real. Uh, a couple of these companies were merged as part of larger efforts. There's two openings in Albuquerque for a company called Black Sky, and I believe there's two um, openings call, in a company called Redwire. What but a terrible these...
0: name for a for a a company, Black Sky. That doesn't even.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird. Uh, so uh, companies like uh, Terran Orbital, uh, Satellogic, Spire, uh, gl- uh, what's called Spire Global, Momentus, Deorbit, Planet Labs. All, they're hiring. In fact, I think uh, one of these companies is hiring over a hundred people, and they're in places like California, Virginia, Texas, Georgia. Uh, I believe there's even there's a Utah and there, uh, Colorado, even a few. And of course, they're also because these are global companies. They're hiring in East Asia. They're hiring in Europe. Uh, New Mexico's opportunities for these SPAC companies, they just don't really exist eddie and so i'm (laughs) contrasting the 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 real world and of course we know for a fact spacex has no interest in new mexico blue origin has no interest in new mexico so we don't have a right to work law we have a terrible crime problem our labor force is one of the lowest work ethics in terms of labor force participation Uh, we have the highest high school dropout rate uh, among the states state government is cronyist and corrupt to the core why would one of these up and coming startups shooting for the moon in some cases literally want to come to new mexico people like martin hickey and, and the people who run spaceport america they like to perpetuate this nonsense eddie that new Mexico's this great commercial space state where uh things are great right now and they're only going to get better uh the data just don't support that and the policies we have in place don't attract these companies but the and reason- i don't care how much martin hickey appropriates money to CNM it's not going to turn things around until we face our core problems
0: but it's easy to understand the psychology doubt of how they're selling that to the people of New Mexico i mean the answer yeah. is simple los alamos national labs sandia national labs oh they must be doing something over there yet time after time whether honeywell picks up and leaves or yeah. whether it's you know you're looking at eclipse aviation or virgin galactic which is literally the bottom of the barrel when it comes to all the space travel companies, the bottom folks, the absolute bottom. You look at this and you're saying, well, they can sell that based upon the coverage that they're getting from the very likes of the people that you mentioned, 4713, Kevin Robinson, Avila, who failed to say one negative thing the entire time. So you can pass this legislation, get people to jump behind it and say, You know, here it is. This is the next best thing. And the people of New Mexico aren't going to know the difference because they've been ill-informed. And that, I think, is the uh, sleight of hand that the politicians and the uh, crony capitalism that goes on within the good old boys network of those crony uh, capitalist politicians, because that's the only way you're going to make any money here is to get the kickbacks from the very companies that you decide to go ahead and subsidize. And they're out there smoking dope, having fun and uh, never uh, meeting the just the baseline uh, needs of what the voters wanted which is return on their investment whether that's virgin galactic or any of these other things they pick up and they leave because they realize that our soul soil just as you started out the segment uh talking about what did you refer to it as as acidic yet yeah, nothing's going to grow here
1: yep yeah and, and and listen before uh all the uh all the uh triggered or offended people jump down our necks on reporting this kind of this kind of information we the truth. we want to fix the fundamental problems so that these Fantasies that the politicians spin can actually become reality in New Mexico. Uh, you know, you got a, somebody at the truck stop who's, you know, turning tricks to, to inject the heroin in them. You don't say, hey, let's solve the problem by, by go getting a pedicure. Okay. You have fundamental, deep yep. systemic problems in your life. And if you ignore those problems, the superficial stuff is not going to contribute to, to, to turning your life around and getting you back in a safe, healthy, flourishing environment so um i i apologize for none of this eddie for pointing out the fundamental no, problems shouldn't. we have yeah. and the need to fix those fundamental problems and it all starts up at that roundhouse where people would rather live in fantasy land and send out press releases slick press releases and draft legislation appropriating your money ladies and gentlemen than tackle the really intractable difficult problems that we've ignored for way too long in new mexico
0: and i gotta tell you you know the reality that's being painted for voters uh, and for citizens of the state never have an actual opportunity to understand what's truly happening because the politicians are selling it again down the road uh, with their partners and their people and uh, who knows where the money is fizzling out. We can't track it at Virgin Galactic. We can't travel, uh, track it on all these uh, uh, quote unquote, Uh, sort of angel investments that have come, and they really are the angel investments from the government. We're gonna subsidize, we're gonna get involved, we're gonna help these companies out, and there's never a return on all, all of that. There's just good times for the politicians that had a press release to sell, and it's worth their next opportunity so they can hang out at the bull ring up in Santa Fe and uh, have a good time. I think that's And just final it. point,
1: Eddie, uh, all here. the data that we have uh, on rockoftalk.chat, this is all US Bureau of Labor Statistics data, nothing generated by me, nothing generated by Eddie. This is the standard employment data sets that everybody looks at to look at these numbers in terms of how poorly we're doing in New Mexico. Uh, you cannot solve a problem unless you define the problem and acknowledge the problem and work towards solving the, the core nature of that problem. We just don't have people in santa fe right now willing to face facts
0: no nope. and they don't want to tell anybody facts because they're part of the problem because they gain by not giving you information back at the top of our news third hour up next a little music from the feelies an old indie group that i love a song called on the roof thanks everybody for tuning in here into the key
6: Moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco vehicle anti theft device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505 550 4994.
5: Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com.
0: sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. com. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on north of Montano, or visit Shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom.
5: This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068
4: or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through CETERA Advisor Networks and CETERA Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068.
0: This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque.
7: Two officers at a college in Virginia are dead after a campus shooting. Bridgewater College President David Bushman sent out an email to staff and students announcing their deaths Tuesday afternoon. He identified the late officers as campus police officer John Painter, and campus safety officer J.J. Jefferson. A suspect has been arrested and an investigation is ongoing. Nearly 47.5 million workers left their jobs last year. That's according to the Labor Department. Its job openings and labor turnover report said 4.3 million quit in December. The overall figure for 2021 is more than 5 million over the total from 2019 prior to the pandemic. Find us online at USARadio.com. This is USA Radio News.
5: Mike Lindell, the in veteran CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to listeners. You can get great discounts on all my pillow products. If you go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special. Deep discounts on all my pillow products, like the buy one, get one free special on Giza Dream Sheets. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, 10-year warranty. Call 1 800 951 8175 or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener special. Use my promo code USA.
6: Since 2004, men choose Andro 400 for one reason
7: results.
2: This really worked. I've lost 35 pounds. It's just, just unbelievable. Uh, I never
3: lost weight like that easily in my life.
6: Congratulations, Stephen, on losing 35 pounds. Andro
5: 400, we guarantee the results start today and get free shipping. Go to
6: androll400.com. Andro 400com andro 400com
7: Parts of the United States are bracing for a winter storm. The Weather Prediction Center saying the storm will start tonight and go through Thursday morning. The southern Rockies, Central Plains, and Midwest could get between 6 and 12 inches of snow. More than a quarter inch of ice is possible from Texas to the Ohio Valley. Winter storm warnings are in place for the Great Lakes region of Ohio and Michigan, all the way to parts of Texas and Colorado. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott reminding everyone in his state... as precipitation falls on these roadways. Uh, In addition to uh, black ice, which is hard to see and even more difficult to navigate, there will be other road conditions that could put your life in danger uh, if you use those roadways. So we urge our fellow Texans to proceed with great caution as you choose to travel about your region. More news online at usaradio.com. This is USA Radio News. Following the lead of their Canadian freedom-loving colleagues, American truckers are planning to form a nationwide chain of semi-trucks and other vehicles to protest COVID-19 authoritarian policies. The news comes as a reportedly 50,000-strong group of Canadian long-haul drivers dubbed the Freedom Convoy, made its way across the country to Ottawa this past weekend to protest against the vaccine mandate. Brian Braze is the group's co-organizer and a trucker himself. We expect it to grow exponentially over the next uh, several
4: days, uh, next couple of weeks here. Um, we do have a start date, but we're hoping to start sooner. Um, at this point, we're looking at launching California to DC beginning uh, March 1st, but we are hoping that we can go sooner. Um, at this point, it's a very fluid situation and we have a lot of groups coming together. Uh, I've been fielding phone calls for the last two days, along with some of the other co-organizers uh, here uh, at Convoy on DC uh, 2022 is what it's called and uh, we've got a lot of work ahead of us and we need a lot of reinforcements but it's coming together it's coming together very quickly um, well, a lot of public support on the
7: american side that audio courtesy of fox news the washington football team is set to unveil a new team name and logo tomorrow the nfl franchise made the announcement last week in a letter written by the team's president find us online at usaradio.com for usa radio news i'm tim berg
0: This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard
4: theplaceilike.com dot com. Wow, it's great for locals.
5: Awesome weekly deals too. tacos.theplaceilike.com A great bakery. Cake dot
4: come to decide that the things that i tried will in my life just to get high on when i sit alone come get a little known but i need more than myself this time step from the road to the sea to the sky and i do believe that we rely on when i lay it on come get to play it on all my life to sacrifice hey listen what i say i got your hey Now listen what I say, oh. oh When will I know that I really can go to the well One small time to decide, on? When it's killing me, when will I really see All that I need to look inside Come to believe that I better not leave Before I get my chance to ride When it's killing me, what do I really need All that I need to look inside, hey, oh Listen what I say, oh. come back and hey, oh. look at what I say, oh. the more I see, the less I know, the more I like to let it go, hey, oh. whoa, whoa. Deep beneath the cover of another perfect wonder, where it's so white as snow. Highly divided by a world so undecided and there's nowhere to go. In between the cover of another perfect wonder, and it's so white as snow.
0: Six oh six in the five oh five with more four one one for your third hour. Yep, white as snow all day tomorrow. We're not even getting the worst of it, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, uh, there'll be other places like Oklahoma. Yeah, um, the Midlands—they're going to get it pretty bad. St. Louis getting eighteen inches of snow. You got Cleveland with 12 inches, uh, Bangor, Maine, 18 inches, Tulsa, 12 inches, uh, about three inches uh, for uh, Dallas. And uh, it's going to be rainy all beneath that jet stream. So uh, it's going to be some bad weather for the next uh, four to five days. Uh, very cold. We'll get uh, the bad weather for all of one day, a day and a half. And then it's just going to stick, stick, stick because it's cold, cold, cold. And that, of course, is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. hey why does snow there and uh, that's where we're going to get third hour Dowd Musca, and i you me commercial free with the dow 3000 and uh, a lot of good explanation there with the spaceport why uh we will never fly or away uh here in the uh state of new mexico it just doesn't look good Dowd, and uh it all has to do with our unfertile soil for these companies that pick up and leave and they are tech driven uh we've seen the new investment that has come from intel uh, that's hit other places. Ohio now is uh, better oh, than New Mexico, so we're just not getting it. it doesn't look good, and our politicians uh, don't seem to care. Uh, for every year that passes, New Mexico is falling five years, ten years behind each and every time because you folks are picking the wrong leadership, uh, who are not seeing things through and uh, trying to be edgy and uh, I think uh, push the envelope. We just don't. We just don't do it uh, here in the state of New Mexico, Dad.
1: Well, you know it's called uh, in a book a number of years ago it was called the Big Sort where where those of us who are more uh respectful and and appreciative of places that don't tax us as heavily and regulate us as as heavily places like Tennessee and Texas and Florida Florida a fascinating place that was very purple for a long time. but boy, Florida looks very locked up red right now, Eddie, and I think what we're gonna see or we, we already are seeing is an acceleration of that trend where blue states uh, prize virtue signaling and endless government, where red states still believe in more traditional American views of limited government and capitalism and, and hard work and maybe even making a buck. But that those trends were underway. But think about what happened in the last two years, right. where blue yep. states have made life as hard as life can be in, in yeah. nanny state, high-tax states like California, New York, Connecticut,
0: And New Mexico. And, and tell Mexico, you you like it and we know better than you.
1: Uh the rona crackdowns gave everybody in those deep blue states one more reason to go to tennessee or texas or florida or uh, idaho and eddie said it in the first few weeks of uh, covid lunacy this is a time to take advantage of that and yep. and leverage this as an economic development opportunity new mexico went in exactly the wrong direction
0: Yep, and uh you know all the guys are saying well you know you should be afraid of covid you don't have your mask well they're part of the problem too folks and That's about uh, four-fifths of you uh, that are out there because according to the stats, if we were to believe them, uh, four-fifths of you have uh, taken the vaccination and uh, one form or another are afraid of what the state will do to you if you don't. That's exactly the type of fear that we live under. And the fear that we should be actually worried about has a lot to do with crime. And we were saying that we're going to cover it. I got to tell you, i just grown tired of crime just even talking about it. Like the Rona, it's a fact of life. We got to live with it. You know, there's bad things that happen. You know, now there's, you know, young kids uh, getting killed. There's a massage parlor, massage artists uh, that are getting killed. Uh, It just seems to be all over. Uh, Even Joe Monahan, uh, you know, his blog is becoming more and more hollowed out every time I read it. Uh, The fake and uh, outrage that comes from him and his little blog and the Home for New Mexico politics, it's worn thin, Joe. It's It's time to hang up the cleats of their brother. Because uh, all the information that you're getting is just, just tired and old. These are things we were saying more than a year ago and talking about that. It's like, oh, the, 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 the crime uh, is going to continue at a record pace, maybe even this year worse. Like, what exactly are we trying to do here? You guys were part and uh, the cause of all this, having to do with everything from bail reform to dealing with uh, the way that uh, you're going easy on these criminals because they had a hard upbringing. We are absolutely the worst, and uh, you guys are part of the problem because you've induced this level of thinking uh, here amongst us to have way too much understanding uh, for the criminal element, and suddenly you're gonna cry the false outrage because it's election year, it's crap. Uh, let, let's talk about some of the businesses. You know, uh, As uh, Dowd went to go his Buffett's candy, or buffet, or Buffett's candy, if you will, uh, at the uh, great candy cane store on Lomas, where it's been there for years, feels like centuries, And it is an institution of uh, good candy on Lomas before Louisiana and uh, between Louisiana and San Pedro. Uh, These are places uh, like those businesses because they're afraid of getting robbed. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes they're having to go all cashless. Uh, And now the very places where, you know, you would expect uh, they would always take your cash cash, uh, are not. Mary Ellen Chavez, owner of Burritos al Estante. Customers are met with signs reading no cash accepted huh, for a burrito and credit cards only. She made the cash call, uh, cash uh, can't uh, call last month for all six of her locations. She says it's catching people off guard. That's not ready for it. And most of her, I guarantee doubt, you know it as well as I do. Most of the people who are customers, they're cash only people. Uh They're hand-to-mouth people. People like myself don't have credit cards. Uh, William Barnard, a customer without a credit debit card. That's too bad. You got to participate now, uh, William. She said the location off-Broadway is dealing with another big problem. We've been robbed repeatedly, she says, and our employees were feeling very insecure and unsafe. And it was happening every week or two weeks. I think after six robberies, we said, okay, we have to make the change. And so we've gone completely cashless. We've seen multiple stores. Uh, The most recent one, a flowers and Valentine's Day store, um, literally catching him right there. And the guy wasn't even looking for cash. He's just taking everything that he can. And he is a guy that's a repeat offender. Same place has been robbed four or five times there. The threat of getting robbed is also a driving force behind the owner of a soap and candle shop. Soap and candles. Who in the hell is going to rob that? They've gone cashless. I can only assume and hope that no one wants to come here and just rob me for a bunch of soap if I don't have
1: cash. <laughs>
0: That's actually a very funny statement. That's a Jordan Gately, owner of. Be careful
1: what you assume.
0: Yeah, LeVon Blue. So there you go, uh, folks. That's the state of where we are with. uh, And and when you're calling any of these crimes in, no one's going to prosecute. And remember, uh, Tim Keller still hasn't staffed the burglary unit on the commercial side or the residential side. Uh, No one's looking into this stuff. And it doesn't matter how much you pay these uh, police officers. Police officers and teachers can't get paid enough for the type of work that they can do when they know they can work remotely, don't have to risk their life or take care of your miserable children, folks. Uh, Let's just put it that way. 550. Uh, Sure. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, I just want to add, Eddie. We've got businesses now saying, at least in part due to the risk of robbery, in some cases, multiple robberies, we won't accept cash. We have our largest electricity supplier a couple days ago in the state saying, prepare for the rolling blackouts this uh, uh, summer because we don't have our reserve margin. So we can't carry cash in in, in our state, in New Mexico, or at least in our largest municipality, and they're going to start cutting off the power in the summer. Does that sound like a first-world country to you? It sounds more like a third-world country to me. Uh, You know what
0: happened, uh, Dowd? I forgot to tell you about this. So PNM sent me a notice that I was going to get a disconnect. I'm like, what the hell? What are you talking about? And I went to go look for my disconnect notice, right, and see, well, why are you guys sending me this? And I was looking at this whole thing. I went to go look at my bill. I paid twice. They actually owe me $411 back. No, I like everything is just like topsy turvy. And I was freaking out because, you know, without power, without everything we're doing, like, I know I paid it. It's like on auto pay. So I went to go look at it because I got a text saying that I was going to get disconnected. And I'm like, I'm wondering at this point if uh is a little bit cash short and cash hungry uh, based upon how they're going after uh, their people. So maybe the rolling blackouts are reality because they can afford to pay their own bills with all their investment in the future now.
1: Yeah, um, I certainly hope they have enough uh, reserve for the next couple of days because I think people are going to have pretty high energy demands in the next couple of days in New Mexico. They
0: <laughs> certainly are. They'll we'll crank up those heat, uh, heaters, uh, if you will. Uh, now, it's not just candle shops or burritos al estante, Rob, six times. Yes, folks, uh, last week, uh, that massage parlor, the deadly shooting and all that, there's been a string of armed robberies. What are you going to uh, – and we know that that's a cash place, right? You know, They don't want to be caught. Uh, going to massage parlor putting it on your credit card or putting it on your bank card right I, I, I suppose. Um, so we went through the report that KOB channel 4 had and you know he was talking about how much he, he lost this woman. We found out a little bit more. Both people have been caught now an 18 year old and another young guy uh, in all of this. and now all the people in that particular strip center you know are, are pretty alarmed by it. But we're also seeing with the string of armed robberies that we're not getting to the bottom of this. Is it the same people who are robbing all massage parlors or criminals in general just to go into uh, massage parlors because that they know that there's just a little bit of cash? This woman decided to go ahead and uh, fight fight back. So, you know, it's interesting the types of places that people are choosing at this point out. Um, these are places that you wouldn't think that would need, but that's how crime bad crime has, has 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 gotten and let's not just talk, we're, let's just we'd be remiss if we left out the homicide rate we broke the record faster than any other city last year August 8th of last year is when we broke the record for the number of homicides surpassing that we went all the way to 128 on the year yet you guys decided to go ahead and and give a majority vote to a guy like Tim Keller to place him back in office you don't want to hold people accountable and maybe we really don't think Dowd, that there is a problem in the city of albuquerque so i sort of feel or i feel like it falls on deaf ears so many times uh when you know we continue to talk about these the numbers and all this that people really just are okay with living with this like they're living with COVID. i think that's a fair point to make at this point
1: yeah and I and i do know that even in albuquerque there are some safe neighborhoods and you've got more people than ever working at home Eddie you know maybe there's just not enough of a connection that people have to their community the way they they used to um you know I joked at the start of the show that I live almost outside the city in a very safe part you know where I was driving down earlier today that is a rough section of town I mean that is to go from where I am now not that everything's perfect up here, but to go, you know, down where I was earlier today, in some scary, scary places, the, the separation that people have for—if if you live in an affluent suburb far removed from the city, you—you you telecommute to your work. You've got safe places for restaurants and groceries, kind of nearby. You can kind of wash your hands of it all. But you know, meanwhile, the bodies pile up, and certainly, as a taxpayer, you're not paying fewer taxes to deal with all these problems. You're paying more for all of this so um i don't know we we need to raise <laughs> as, as crazy as it sounds for a city that is in the kind of trouble that it is maybe there's just not enough awareness out there
0: and where are the proposals and where's the uh you know stump speeching uh, going on by republican politicians however few of them there actually are that are trying to bring awareness to this they're simply not i mean the things that they're proposing have nothing to do with the reduction of actual crime i mean rebecca dow is doing a good job up in the legislature but you know compensating police officers higher amounts isn't going to reduce crime, uh, much like throwing $100 million uh, at these issues. You've got to go ahead and, and fix the uh, internal infrastructure of these organizations and then uh, get the handcuffs off the police officers, which is something that I thought we were going to start doing based upon some of the recent DOJ uh, rulings that, that were coming on. Our judicial system, our criminal system, our police uh, uh, system, everything is broken from top to bottom. And when you throw money into a uh, already a jalopy of a, uh, uh, a, a car that isn't going to work in the first place because it just doesn't have the right wheels, doesn't have the right uh, body, doesn't have the right styling, whatever, uh, is, you're just not going to get anywhere with this. And I think that's ultimately what needs to be uh, done here in the state of New Mexico is a complete and total overhaul of all three of those
1: systems. The only thing I'd add to that, Eddie, is the, I think the ultimate cowardice, and I'm you know, doesn't have to be just Republicans, but I would say clergy, business community, yep, exactly. uh, academics—the ultimate cowardice in this city and in this state. I would be very interested if we can get the information moving forward about these two teenagers who killed, or allegedly uh, killed this woman in the massage parlor. What was the role of their fathers in their life? Uh, we, we, in this country, we will not have a discussion about how prevalent fatherlessness is and how that contributes 15 18 20 30 years down the line when these boys go out and in many ways tim
0: keller was all about root causes
1: oh well yeah yeah (laughs) there's one root cause he doesn't care about eddie but but of course if you're a politician you're going to say oh that might offend a single mom somewhere and 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 we know that you know single moms are are the heroes of america in 2022 and we can't risk <laughs> just uh, wow
0: don't offend the wrong people especially if they're part of your voting block. Yeah. 550 50 500 call you in the kiva go ahead
6: yes sir hey i just wanted to say can you hear me
0: yeah we can go ahead
6: yes sir i was just wanted to say that uh you're uh your Española accent is on point. I love it. It cracks me up every day. <laughs> uh, I did want to, I, I did want to bring up a point okay. that uh, since living here in Albuquerque, I'm not from here. This house bill 156 that's coming through is going to make a, a overnight felons out of anybody who has more than a, that has more than a 15 round magazine, which is a standard magazine uh, magazine capacity for any AR 15.
0: So this is 156. I think we've read this like three or four times. Is this Manuel? No, this is James. I've never All right, called him before. All right, I'm not James. Uh, from here. All right, good. Well, <laughs> I like the way that James identifies Manuel as a guy who's from New Mexico. I'm gonna start referring to Manual. <laughs> Manuel's from Espanola, no. Yeah, the, 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 what, what are we gonna do? I'm gonna keep my house safe. No way, I can't call the police. So uh yeah, it's pretty bad. Um let's see, I've got my AR one. You want to? Should I show my AR1 there? Uh, uh, oh, no, that uh, would
1: be brandishing a weapon, Eddie. Is we that can't, brandishing we can't... <laughs> a weapon?
0: Yeah, according to Janice Arnold Jones, that's brandishing a, a weapon. Well, uh, we do, our... you know,
1: we have gotten, as you said, Eddie, a lot of mentions of this from the audience, very, very concerned about this. Uh, HB, I'm reading straight from the legislative website. Uh, HB uh, 156 makes it a new fourth degree felony to, quote, possess, use, manufacture, import, purchase, sell, loan, borrow, or transfer a large capacity magazine within New Mexico. Now, how do they define a large capacity Can magazine? Hand it
0: over to you, Dow David. Is that it.
1: <laughs> a a magazine box, drum, tube, feed strip, or other container that is capable of holding more than fifteen rounds of ammunition to be fed continuously and directly into a semi-automatic firearm.
0: Mm, there you go.
1: Gotta get rid of right,
0: the banana well, so- clips on the banana boat. There we go. All right. So
1: that, so uh,
6: two weeks ago, if I'm at calibers at the range, I'm just fine. If they pass this, now I'm going to be a felon. That's going to affect that uh, business for sure. And uh, I just, you know, when I first moved here, I guess I'm just getting used to communism slowly, but surely, but uh, this draw, I, I draw the line at this one. I mean, I'm from Texas and we just, that's just something I never thought I'd ever have to deal with
0: i'm a veteran <laughs> i was still thinking about Manuel from espanola so this <laughs> right here let me, let me show you this doubt okay so this right here oh my god that's it so this man he's threatening
1: me ladies and gentlemen he's threatening me
0: right here as you guys can see that's a felony to possess that and it's fully loaded so let's just say like what happened to me one time i had uh you know, the uh, the 223s and the 556 magazines in here. Um, so I can, it, this is, you know, pretty incredible. Uh, this uh, fits 30. Um, nice little banana. If I hold this and I am in possession of this, what according to HB 156, this is a felony. Is that correct, James?
6: If it passes, yes. I've, I've okay. called my, my district representative and, you know, I, I've done whatever I can, but I don't think anybody knows what's going on. I had to find out from a YouTube video that I just happened to watch. And I was uh, like, I said, I'm, I'm appalled. Now I'm not, I'm not worried about the police ever catching anybody with these things. Cause I mean, they can't even catch criminals and drug addicts, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I just, I, I, I like to stay law abiding. And this is just, it's a standard capacity. It's not a large capacity. It is a standard capacity. And uh, it's, it's, this, this is the, this is the straw that broke the camel's back for me. And I called my representative and I said, Hey, you know, we're, we're law abiding tax-paying citizens and my two businesses that my wife and I own, we, uh, we'll just, we're not from here. We've got nothing tying us here. We'll just take our little, uh, our little tax revenue and, and, and take off cause this is the hill that I will die on. And, and when you've only got, I guess thieves and, and criminals and drug addicts, eventually these uh, government officials' checks are going to
0: bounce too because they're not paying taxes. So let me uh, let me let me uh, let's just put in a what if scenario. Let's let's say HB 156 passes. Okay. I don't turn, you know, my magazines in. I've got like 15 of them and I decide that I'm not going to turn them in. And let's say, I don't know, someone breaks into my house, my, you know, station, my whatever. Okay. And I decide to do self defense and I'm totally justified totally justified, right? Because they were breaking into my place and I shot and killed them inside, you know, my own home, my own business. What happens to me if they know that I had a felonious uh, load, if you will, uh, in that magazine, who gets prosecuted?
6: Well, that's a rhetorical question, right?
0: You know you know how this works. Oh, yeah. No, I do. You can answer it if you want, but I know how it works. Go ahead and tell our audience if you'd like. Well, I get prosecuted. Sure a- I get prosecuted not just for shooting him, but shooting him with a weapon that I was not allowed to possess, despite the fact that it's self-defense. That's the That's the scenario that we're getting ourselves into. You're not going to have people being able to defend themselves. And now the criminals can figure out, Oh, well the most he can actually legally have, and we don't obey the law, but they do is 15. I don't even know if I have a 15 capacity magazine. I don't even know if they make one.
6: They do not make a 15 capacity. So uh, where does that number even come from? They make a 10.
0: Yeah. I was like, uh, I I don't even know where that number comes from.
6: Well, it's, because they, they know that there's not one made. So they're going to, you know, and the AR-15 is probably uh. the, well, not probably, <laughs> the most popular rifle in America. Oh, they call uh, it the
0: AR-15 because you can only carry 15 bullets, right? I bet you that's what they think. How how stupid are they? Right. This is funny. Okay. Well, uh, James, uh, I don't blame you if you pick up and leave. And, uh, you know, I mean, I've got, I've got family members who literally get up at 2, 3 in the morning, because uh, they, they, and they have a lot of land and they, they decide all of a sudden that they're just going to go out and shoot wild pigs and boars and deer because, and they don't need to do anything but just get a simple permit in the places that they live, they can go out and do it. And they've got high power and they are absolutely within their rights and totally legal to shoot as many of these wild boars, wild pigs, uh, deers, etc., cetera, uh, that they want on their own land. And, you know, you can't possess this. That would be crazy. That ain't America. This is not America, she- James
6: the lady i talked to karen bash i think is my representative oh. didn't even really seem to know what was going on yeah she doesn't and know I much said, she uh, does
0: know a lot about corruption you so you're up in rio rancho right
6: no sir i live on the west side of golf course in paseo
0: well you're close enough to rio rancho i know where you're at so uh okay this is crazy uh dowd you did that uh, great article on karen bash um some time ago if, if i remember uh yep there she is karen bash right there retired clergy there she is retired clergy
1: democrat that does not sound good
0: yeah yeah we remember uh go ahead
1: I, i i did
6: say that uh you know she didn't really seem to know what i was talking about i said listen i'm a i was in a combat mos i served honorably i've never committed a crime i've never i haven't even had a speeding ticket in over 20 years and uh you you you're, you're, you're going to make me a felon overnight and i can't be the only one I, I cannot be the only man in new mexico that has an ar15 or an ak47 lawfully and uh, it, it i'm 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 actually forgive the term blown away but you said something very key you said if you're to have a something that you're allowed to have see, that's the key word right i don't need permission from the government to defend myself that is my god given right under the second amendment
0: your God-given right. And then the second amendment on top of that decided to go ahead and let you keep it, uh, or justify it within this country. But it is our God-given right to be able to defend ourselves however we want to. And I can't defend myself according to the New Mexico state government if HB 156, uh, decides to pass, uh, James, uh, with my, uh, 30 round, uh, AR, uh, uh style, um, gun here. So here you go. That's, uh, that's where, that's where it's going to land. And no doubt, I'll be prosecuted if I had to go ahead and shoot the intruder, no matter how much in the right I actually am, because I possess the wrong firearm. Doubt.
1: Let me let me tell you what company we'll be in if we are one of the states to adopt uh, such a such a restriction. Mm. Uh, California, their uh, uh, magazine capacity limit is ten rounds. Colorado, fifteen rounds. Connecticut, ten rounds. Hawaii, ten rounds. Maryland, ten rounds. Massachusetts. 10 rounds, New Jersey, 10 rounds, New York, 10 rounds, and Vermont, 10 rounds for long guns, 15 rounds for handguns. So we would be joining the ranks of the deepest blue of blue states out there to ban a uh, to ban <laughs> a, a, a magazine size it, it, that will have pretty much zero impact on crime, and as our caller says, uh, raises serious constitutional issues.
0: There you go, James. I appreciate you bringing it to our attention. Yep. Good conversation. Thank you, sir. All right, good stuff. 550, 50, 500. They do make a 15 uh, round, and why do they do that? For exactly this uh, particular law, I guess. It's called a Hex Mag Series 2 by Century, 15-round AR magazine that packs more versatility and durability than other magazines on the market. Uh, but, yeah, Dowd, as you can see here, this is
1: going to be felonious right there. Yep. Yeah, yep. Look at
0: that. Totally. Complete and total felony. So, there you go. That is. Well, what
1: are they going to get the rocket talk on? Are they going to get us on medical misinformation, or are they going to get get us on too large of a magazine size?
0: Everything, know. whatever they want. That's uh, exactly what it is. So, broadcasting from an underground bunker deep in the you no, know, like this. Why do we have to be afraid of any of? That? Why 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 do we have to you know feel like we have to react or deal with any of this stuff? You just don't bring awareness. Let's not be hyperbolic. You know, I mean, obviously I've run for office. We've done these things. I mean, if, if we're trying to demonize people, then, then let's find some, you know, let, let's find some, uh, uh, you know, Democrats who feel the same way. It's not like Republicans are the only people who, you know, own these type of, of, of guns. I mean, Democrats uh, do it as well. It's just absolutely ridiculous. They just uh, do it and not in plain side and they've got, uh, you know, friends and uh, relatives and people that they're connected to through nepotistic ways that they're, hey, my cousin, he's a, he's a, he's a rep. No, he's out there. He's doing, and he'll get me off. No problem. You can have the higher ones. I'll just let my, my, uh, my, uh, my cousin know, Beto, he'll, 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 he'll be able to go ahead and make sure you can keep it. So you have more bullets than the other guy because you're not very good with that shot I hear. (laughs) That's funny. 550-50-500. 550-50-500. Good uh, stuff, James. I appreciate that. Let's speak about uh, Democrat uh, politics. Michelle O'Han Grisham was uh, out and about. She was walking after midnight uh, searching for other governors, and she found them at the National Governors Association. She returned from the winter meeting of the National Governors Association. Over the course of those days, she participated in meetings with federal leaders, governors from around the country, including those focused on infrastructure investments, broadband expansion, environmental protection, climate resiliency, whatever the hell that is, oh, 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 energy development and economic oh. growth, Notice economic growth as the very end. So she came back uh, late last night and she is uh, hitting the ground well as fast as her little legs can propel her to. Uh, you know, this is uh, an obvious opportunity for the Republicans Not just with Michelle Lohan Grisham being out, but also her agenda sort of stalling early on. It's going to get through, folks. This is all just hyperbolic drama that's being played out by, oh, she did not do well at the beginning, but she was able to come out with a win. And if she didn't, she's going to call a special session because this is her and these are the deals that she made with her party. And this is an election year. We're going to get that Social Security, uh, you know, no tax on the Social Security passed. It's all going to happen, folks. It, it just is. It's what she's doing, and there's enough people on both sides that are already for this. Now, uh, this Brittany Barreras, is that her? South Valley? I um, I had a hard time with her picture, Dow, Did you?
1: Uh, yeah. It, okay. Yes. I, I. You and I, I think, probably had similar reactions. Let's put okay. it that way. <laughs>
0: I, I have to say, I had a very difficult time with, with her picture. I couldn't tell... If it was Miss or Mister Barradas in all this, okay, and I think that that's it's a fair say. Like it's a she's in a suit jacket, right? It 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 like you know anyway. She says, "I've done my best to stay true to them, to my roots in the South Valley. A huge amount of pressure and such a big job has become difficult for me. All the pressure and the stress has taken a toll on my mental health. Two years in the pandemic, I know that many of us are experiencing stress, anxiety, and negativity. I want you to know that I feel you, I see you, I hear you. We're in this together. Yes." You are in it together with your fellow Democrats who are creating this mess because you need the drama, and now the drama has hit you. I know I need to take care of myself right now in order to be a good mom, daughter, co-parent, and community member. I will not stop being engaged in our state government. I always encourage my community to speak up, blah, blah, blah. I've made arrangements to ensure the work I've begun will be carried forward. What work? You're barely into the session. What was the breakdown? What is it? Well, I think it's a lot of the pressure that comes internally within the Democrat Party too. Comply with what Michelle Lujan Grisham needs to do. And uh, to that end, a woman that I knew way back when, her and her husband, John Wertheim, and, and, a, and a woman, Bianca Ortiz Wertheim, she's actually, uh, according to Joe Monaghan, and according to uh, this write-up that I see in the Santa Fe New Mexican, it's actually running things for the infrastructure for the state of New Mexico, According to the uh, information provided here by the Santa Fe New Mexican, Bianca has a wealth of knowledge in federal programs and funding and a strong network of relationships across New Mexico. She will work directly with the governor's three new infrastructure advisors, Martin Chavez, Matt Schmidt, and Mac Hammond, to organize and oversee major investments in New Mexico infrastructure as the state prepares for an expected $3.7 billion in federal funding. That's a lot of power. Three point seven billion dollars, and I knew her, of course, through Tom Udall, which she was the chief of staff. She brings a unique experience and insight into federal logistics. She sent a statement that she has firsthand during her tenure at the Department of Homeland Security and Emergency Management. Weak and unmaintained infrastructure can jeopardize the health, safety, economic prosperity of community. No word, and she did take a pay cut uh, of twelve thousand dollars, but don't, don't, don't cry for me, Argentina. It's still one hundred thirty-eight thousand dollars a year is uh, what she will be receiving uh, for this new thing, but a heck of a lot more power, but no word doubt on whether or not she is, as part of her infrastructure development, whether or not she's gonna put Michelle Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham's name on every single one of the orange signs throughout the state of New Mexico. This infrastructure improvement brought to you by, this shovel ready brought to you by Michelle Lujan Grisham
1: that's a good point eddie they do seem to like that especially with the bonds around albuquerque you always see the the city councilors yeah it just i took a couple pictures of those over the years when i've been out walking on paths and things but i I love her comment that she's seen firsthand Mm -hmm. how weak and unmaintained infrastructure can jeopardize the health safety and economic prosperity of communities um can you give us one concrete example of that or are you just sort of using the stupid political rhetoric that left-wingers always use
0: yeah it just comes down with their political directors they write the statements for them and they say oh i like that one that sounds like me sounds good well let me fix my hair and uh, what time is coffee (laughs) (laughs) like that's about uh, as far as it goes but uh yeah john had run for cd1 years and years ago when i was involved uh early on in the democrat party uh with and you want to you want to talk about corruption boy uh nothing more corrupt than the democratic party in and of itself i mean these guys Uh, So much, you know, there was a state party chair race back in the day that went down literally to one vote and somehow they found the one vote for uh, Earl Potter in Rio Reba County two hours after the the voting had closed. Yeah, it's that type of uh, situation. And it has never changed. in the- uh, Eddie, I, I just yeah.
1: got the details. Uh, 96, he was the Democratic nominee for uh, CD1. Okay, 96. Uh, running against, of course, Steve Schiff. And I don't think he was successful. <laughs>
0: he was not successful, and I believe that that was his last run at it. Um, I mean, that was his that was uh, Schiff's last run, as I uh-huh. believe he died the following year. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Uh, but Wertheim ran again for Treasurer in 2014.
0: Yeah, it didn't do well right but
1: no not yeah, well
0: <laughs> you got to keep that momentum going oh he's make- a
1: Yale graduate Eddie
0: he's y- Yaley oh he's a Yaley oh you know skull and bones probably not didn't make it through so yeah 322 all day long not for him um it, though he does come from a family of well-entrenched bankers uh, throughout the year um a oh, so banks. he's really suffered in life Yeah. You know? oh yeah really 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 <laughs> suffered uh, final thing, uh, speaking of suffering, George Soros, who suffered at an early age but somehow managed to short the uh, U.K. government amongst, um, amongst another other things uh, in his life, is now funneling $125 million into something called Democracy Pack for the 2022 midterm elections. Uh, this is dark money, money that does not uh, get counted. And I know they just came out with uh, Donald Trump's uh, take there, $51 million uh, on hand. That's not going to be anywhere close to enough, folks. And uh, I think a lot of that money, if, Tom, if Trump doesn't part with that so he can go ahead and help some of these House races secure, I can't even help him out in the 2024 election. Um, he's got to go ahead and if he's ending up to the bar uh, with that level of money down, I don't know where he'd be. But if he wants to be uh, sort of this, um, you know, very uh, uh, giving, generous Uh, the person that he's always been, I think he needs to part with at least half of that and help some of these uh, down-ballot races in the midterms throughout the uh, country to continue to turn red. I think that money would be better spent this year. So I'm eager to see what he is able to do so he can stop the sorrow strain. That would tell me how much uh, Donald Trump is really going to be able to compete in 2024.
1: Yeah, I I can't predict what Donald Trump will do, but I know for a fact, Eddie, that our good government groups in New Mexico, like Common Cause, League of Women Voters, if $1 of that 125 million big bucks spend by George Soros makes it into New Mexico in 2022, our good government groups are going to be out releasing press releases informing people of all that big money in our state and how we have to keep it up. Oh no, it's left wing money so they're not going to say anything about it,
0: right? That's exactly right. Dark money, all the dark <laughs> money right there. I think that's what all those uh, you know, blogs are consistently talking about fairness in elections and dark money. Yet those are the two things that, you know, they take advantage of first. So they're not going to go ahead and uh, re-equip the 51, 52 million dollars and the election stuff that Maggie Toulouse-Oliver does. And they certainly aren't going to go ahead and uh, do good, clean, uh, open, you know, open, uh, excuse me, uh, transparency, sunshine uh, types of things. And, you know, but but they will for us uh, on the right side. Let's hit the top five, shall we now?
1: Yeah, very quickly, folks, on so rockoftalk.chat. You can get this email in your email inbox every morning at 4 a.m., 20 cents a day, less than 20 cents a day. T- Most clicked, daddy was New Mexico State. Uh, they're seeing less compliance with the indoor mask mandate, so no more concessions at basketball games. Uh, it's over. You can't get a food or a drink or nothing. Bleep you. Uh, number two, we're going to have a new state rep. The Bern, Bernalillo County Commission is uh, soliciting nominations for that. Uh, number three, the Albuquerque Rapid Transit System is going to be studied by UNM students. Most
0: uh, ridiculous study I'm sure, study I, I'm sure ever. We'll, we'll get
1: good, good stuff on that. Uh, number three, the conservative New Mexican, great web, uh, great mm-hmm. blog, our friend Nick Wilbur, New Mexico Democrats voting at 16 is a civic duty. Having a firearm at 18 <laughs> is a felony. And finally, a great post from the Institute for Family Studies on the innate sex differences in job interest from boys and girls. It's not Ooh. the culture. It's not the patriarchy. It's simple biology.
0: There it is, folks. Difference between the sexes. When we still had sexes. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 p.m. It'll be nice and snowy. You'll end up staying home or you end up on delay. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. See you then.
4: Streets I used to own. <laughs>